off with us right here on Undisputed. And Jen Hale, that's Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we today? Good morning. Good morning. Well, at least your Lakers don't have to worry about my Clippers anymore because Russ took care no, of no, them. No, 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 don't do that. Russ took no, care no, of them. No, no, they no. are no longer a factor, so that's the one team you don't have to worry about I'm climbing over because they're about to climb under you. No, no, you know what's yeah. good about I miss yeah. Steve yeah. Baum on the... Yeah, he's wow. not doing that anymore. Oh, no. What happened? Yeah, he's going like this now. Uh, Daryl, Marcella, yeah. why the way y'all... Yeah. Where now, are you? Yeah, yeah, on Skip Bayless, where are you? Lost in the uh, rust cloud. We're in the we're the top floor now. Yeah, Y'all in here the we basement. go. Here we go. Are you yeah. sure about that, Skip? Well, I told you I first guessed it. Russ doomed the no, I know Russ did that. You got out from under him. We got right in the middle of him. You bought it. Yeah, you you did Y'all recruited him. I think <laughs> it is an excellent suggestion. Let's start today's show right there with the Lakers. No LeBron James. The Lakers uh, falling. They just could not keep up with the Grizzlies last night. Final score, 121-109. John Morant had 39 for the Grizz, 28 of which came in the third quarter. Talk about hot after halftime. Anthony Davis had a Lakers team high of 28. And LeBron James, well, he did appear on the Lakers bench in the first quarter wearing a walking boot. Shannon, what did last night tell you about the Lakers' chances of the playoffs this year if there's no LeBron? Not very good. Um... They're not a very good team. Skip, it was an uphill climb even with LeBron. It's even more daunting without him. They have a 333 win percentage without LeBron. They have a 511 win percent with him. So they're over 500 with LeBron in the lineup. They're way, way under 500 without him. Um, Skip, 26 turnovers led to 41 Memphis points, which is a franchise record. Mm. 80, they gave up 86 points in the paint. Let that sink in for just a second. Sometime- I mean, I, I don't know what the records are. <laughs> yeah, is that yeah. like some kind of record? I, you, you took the word. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, well, damn, what's the record? Because someone have actually scored. I'm sure, Skip, probably before they could shoot the ball outside like they can now. I'm sure teams, heck, somebody got to have had 100. But I can't remember in the last 10, 5, 10 years that someone got this many points in the point. Uh, I can't uh, Points either. in the paint. And then 26 turnover, 86. Help me understand. And you remember, Skip, you remember Christmas Day? They gave up 51 points in the third quarter. They did. Because they and, – and granted, they at, were knocking – At, at Dallas. Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas was knocking down threes out yep. of the yin-yang. Out of their minds. Yep. Come to the third quarter. Ja had 28 points. The furthest shot that he shot was 13-foot, a 13-foot floater. Mm-hmm. So at some point in time, D. Ham, are you going to trap John Morant and get the ball out of his hand, or are you going to let him keep putting you in the pick and roll and get layup after layup after layup after three-foot, four-foot floater after floater after floater? I'm just curious. That's a very good question. Because I'm like, well, damn, are you not going to do anything different? Are you just going to continuously let this man lay the ball up or let him attack you one-on-one? Yeah. And then you see the momentum start to slip away, and they still try to push the ball. Mm-hmm. Rui Hachimura skip, he, he pushes the ball, and guess what? Tries to go through three guys, and carries off one guy, put goes, and gets a dunk. That happened numerous times to a lot of people on the Lakers. I'm watching Schroeder. He throws the ball, tries to push the ball in the uh, uh, AD. Bain steals it. Instead of him fouling uh, uh, Bane, he lets him go right past him. Yep. And guess what happened? D-Ham took a time. I get your butt over here. Yep. Because that's what you're doing. You're just watching anyway. So ain't no sense in me having you on the court. Have five on four. One guy's watching the other guys are trying to play. It was skip that. And I, I thought they played well. They were playing well. They fought hard at least for a half. They did because they were up four at half. You give up. You score. The score is 49-46. 49, 49, 49, 
Skip, you gave up you gave up more points in the third quarter than you did in the first half. Yep. Uh, I, I, I just I, I just don't even know what to say about this. Like I said, Skip, you're right. They fought hard, and maybe if you cut, maybe if you have 13 turnovers, maybe that's a winnable game. But when you get when you let it get out of hand, like you let it get out of hand, there's nothing you could do. It's just I, I just I just don't get it. I just don't get how how can I see something? And I've never played an NBA. How can I see the momentum start to sh- get away from us? Yeah. And I, you know what? Let's get it all back. So let's push the ball. Turnover, lay up the other way. So it goes from a two, it went from a, a two to a four to a limp point, just like that. Skip, I just, like I said, I thought it was going to be an uphill climb even with LeBron. It's even more daunting without him. Mm. Facts. Everything you just spat, fact upon fact upon painful fact. I agree with all of the above. But I did not expect the Lakers to win the game last night, and I doubt I would have expected them to win with LeBron. You remember last year at Memphis, they blew a big lead. LeBron had the ball at the end of the game. They're a tough team to beat at home yeah. because they got one of the best records in the NBA yeah. at home. That's I think they're the second best yeah. at home. They're not a good road team, but no. they're a very good home team. So the point is, to your point, we get to the third quarter. And I tweeted at halftime, this is all about Anthony Davis because you and I concurred yesterday Let's see what you've got, big man. Let's see if you can carry this team without LeBron because you've never shown in, in your, your history of being that guy who right. can carry that team to right. a championship. Right. He's more of a complimentary star, although LeBron leaned heavily on him in the bubble to, to, to carry right. them to the championship, and, right. and AD was all day in, in those games in yeah. the bubble. He's often always disappointing. Yet last night, the numbers look pretty good. In yeah. fact, I can argue they look very good because yeah, I'd say and he had five blocks. But in the third quarter, help me out here, he wasn't having the impact on the game that a superstar would have. Right. He was having a star's impact, but not a superstar's impact because Darvin Ham has been calling him a new nickname of Wilt. You're Wilt Davis. That, that's as in Wilt Chamberlain, who put up silly numbers that we'll never see again because he was seven feet, one inches tall. Right. He was called the Big Dipper. And he just flat out toyed with everybody yeah. around him, just finger rolling <laughs> and, and scoring. He scored 100 points in a game. If I'm hearing you correctly, you wanted AD to match Ja. Their star is going off. You match him shot for shot, AD. Okay, remember, they don't have Steven Adams as we speak. Right. And yet they're playing two big guys. They're yeah. playing Xavier Tillman yeah. and, of course, Jaron Jackson Jr. Right. And if you look at their numbers, they had 16 and 18 points respectively. So that's 34, and they had 7 and 11 rebounds. So that's 18. So, so, so actually they just matched. Correct. Okay? I wanted Anthony Davis as the, the player I thought was the best two-way player on the floor because Jaws like, what do we give him, 6'1", or yeah. whatever he is, 6'8", yeah. 6'1". Mm-hmm. But – AD, what, what do we give AD? Is he 6'10"? 6'10". Okay, 6'10". He's not a gigantic big no, man, but no. he is a big who plays. He can play huge. Yes. And I thought he could play a little huger last night to have his fingerprints all over the game. Okay. Okay, so he has five blocks. But you, you, you've been watching all the B-roll that we're showing right now. Jod just going whoosh, swoop to the hoop, swoop to the hoop, swoop yes. to the hoop. He scored 30 of his, what do you have, 39? Mm-hmm. Okay, he scored 30 points in the paint. Yes. And 
And it seemed like of those swoops to the hoop, 15 of them went right by Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Like, he did get five blocks, but, but how many times did I see AD just sort of watch? It, it, it's, it's not like he owned the paint last night. Right. It's not like he owned the game. On offense, he didn't own he, – he didn't assert himself so much on offense. And I'm asking a lot, yeah. but, but he is a lot. Yeah, well, he needed more okay. than 19 shots. That's, you see, John got 29 okay. shots up. AD got to get at least 25 okay. up. So where's my Darvin Ham quote about we pride ourselves – hang on just a second. Let me get here. Uh, yeah, we, we pride ourselves on our shifts and activity really clogging the paint and guarding the paint well. I couldn't tell Damn. last night, right? Yeah. Because – they're a middle-of-the-pack defensive team, and yet they wanted to force Ja to shoot the ball from distance. Well, what did he do? He went 0 for, for 5 from 3, and he still scored, what was it, 39? 39. 39. 39 points, and you go 0 for 5 from 3? It's just not good enough. No. 86 points in the paint is just not good enough. No. 41 points off 26 turnovers it will will get you beaten every time, every time. on the road. Yes. And by yeah, the that way, get you beat at home. that will get you beaten at home. <laughs> they have to turn right around. They get to play Oklahoma City, I'm assuming, without Shea Gilgis-Alexander. The Thunder are now reeling because they're a star, and he is a flat-out star. Yeah. He is unavailable at the moment. I doubt he'll be able to play tonight. So the, the point is you need to turn this around right. on the back-to-back. It's not like you have to worry about LeBron can or can't play tonight. Well, he can't play tonight, Correct. period. He's, he's out. He's out. Okay, so you, if you have any semblance of a hope left here, you've got to go win at Oklahoma yeah. City tonight well, because you're better than they are. Skip, and AD's going he's probably going to need to have a 35-25 ball okay. game. Because so you don't have, they don't have a big. They don't have a big that can deal with him. Okay, I, I got it. All right, now for me, the bigger story last night, was the grand entrance that your man LeBron made at the end of the first quarter because I wasn't sure what he was going to look like, and he comes out in one of those medical walking boots where it's all strapped up mm-hmm. up to his calf, and I think we've got it. He, he comes out, and, and he was a little limpy as he came out. He's a lot limpy, it's, yeah. although it's hard to walk well, in that yeah, to start You're going to be limpy. If you got one of those on, you're right. going to be limping anyway. Okay, all right. So that was the first I've seen him since we saw him at Dallas, right. and we saw him limp to the – I guess he was going to the bus right. at that point. Right. Right? Yes. Okay. So now we're back to some ominous quotes from Anthony Davis, who, who made the case LeBron is not coming back anytime soon. That was Anthony after yeah. the game. Is not coming back anytime soon. Whew. And when I read that, I'm like, uh-oh, well, well this is serious business because – of all the players on the team, of all the coaches, of all the front office people, if anybody knows the fate of LeBron James, yeah. I think AD would know it the yeah. best, right? He yeah. would have the best insider information this side of you because you are in the inner circle. Well, I have to skip. I think when you when you heard him say, we're going to reassess LeBron in two weeks, yeah, that, that should have that, that given you an indication okay. right, right there. All right. So here's my – I told you yesterday, I'm a little mystified by this because I need a little more information, but – it was reported that he was going to get an MRI and that he was going to get maybe a second and third opinion. And I was going to assume from experts such as podiatrists who actually deal do with the, the feet. Ankle okay? feet. Yes. And 
yet he stayed with, I assume he stayed with the team from Dallas to Memphis. So he didn't return to L.A. So it's hard. I I don't know that they're experts in in Memphis. I don't know. Maybe they're all. You know, you go get an MRI and then you can send those those images off to different people. Maybe Maybe Watkins or whomever that deals in this expertise. Yes. I'm not even sure Watkins would be because they're all backs, as you well know. Well, there's a guy in Charlotte that uh, that deal with Okay. but who knows? But but the point is, he's Anderson, still yeah, he's still with the team. And yet now we had a Shams report as of I don't know, it was late day yesterday yes. that the right foot that is now injured has been plaguing LeBron since January. OK, time out. I'm lost now. I'm really lost because we were told all along it was the left foot that was plaguing him. It was on past Kareem night. You were at the game. You, what, what you keep telling me, he took himself out a little early of a game that still seemed vaguely mm-hmm. winnable. They right. lost to Oklahoma City, obviously. Right. But he goes over and sits down, and he took his left shoe no, off. No, his right foot. It was his right shoe. Okay. He took the right foot off. He right, no, took his right shoe off. But, but it was his left foot that was plaguing him because Dave McMenamin reported that here it is. James also missed three consecutive games prior to the All-Star break because of left foot and ankle soreness. Well, I mean, it might okay. be a situation, Skip, that he was compensated. Maybe okay. it started with the left, an okay. overcompensation. Right. And so, it- so my point is, now we've got double jeopardy going on because I don't know if we got both feet or issues and is one, as you said, ca- causing the other. Yep. Okay. Well, well, this is not good because now we got Bill Walton going on because Bill Walton's feet just betrayed him to the point where he just couldn't play right. anymore. And obviously at 6'9", whatever he is, two sixty. I think Greg Oden had the same he issue. The same. Sam Bowie. Foot. foot. But these are these are taller yeah. men than LeBron. Yeah. Although Bill Walton was 6'11", yeah, so, so he's only two inches taller. Taller right. than LeBron, and he was a, a lot more slender than LeBron, so he wasn't carrying quite the weight. Well, LeBron, LeBron doesn't have an abnormally large foot. I mean, he's a size 14. I mean, yep. those guys probably were what 17, 18 statue. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm thinking. Right. I'm thinking, Skip. P- probably. Okay. So my my issue is, how hurt is he, and and is it? Is it possible he's gone for the season? Skip, I mean, I mean, for you to say, well, how hurt is he? No, I, the- I, I just need to know the how, the how of how it. How did he yeah. get hurt? No, how did he get hurt to start with? Because, again, he he told that Katie George of ESPN after the game, I stepped on Dwight Powell's foot. Well, then that, that usually constitutes an ankle because right. it turns your right ankle. Right. But then you look at the tape right. of it. He didn't step on right. his foot. It was the initial push off oh, as he drove to the correct. basket. Something went, and then he says, "I heard a pop." Right. You heard a pop. Right. And w- then, w- it, wouldn't that indicate potential surgery? Yeah, that may, maybe uh, some of the uh, plantar fasciitis. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, they say an ankle, um, but it looks like. But it, it, it looked like, like I said, when I saw him, he was rolling out the ball of his foot. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's really hard to tell. I just know that when you compensate for one thing, you overcompensate for another, and it throws the body off off balance. Okay. You've had feet injuries. I've had Ankle. a thousand foot mm-hmm. injuries. Listen, it can be so many things. You got metatarsal issues. You can you, you can microfracture the underside of the the toe bones, yeah. the metatarsal yeah. bones. You can have Achilles problems. You can have plantar fasciitis, the connective tissue right. underneath the foot. You can have ankle leading to sprained foot. Yeah, there a thousand things Man. are going on, and I still even Darvin Ham was saying. Uh, We don't want to risk further damaging whatever is going on because it's it's clear Darwin doesn't know what's going on. So I told you yesterday, my only issue here is I'm mystified why they're not more forthcoming about exactly what is the problem. Well, I think the thing is, is with is with these guys. 
uh, a Steph Curry, a LeBron, you're going to be as vague as possible. You're not going to yes, be so. definitively saying, okay, is this, is this ankle, is this, this, and this. You're going to say uh, it might be a foot, but you're going to say ankle. It might be a leg and lower leg. So I, I just think you, you get, try to get – you try to be as general as possible yeah. so the NBA doesn't say, hey, you, you withheld information and you get a fine. But we're not going to give you the pinpoint of exactly what's going on with LeBron. Okay. I'm in the dark. You're somewhat in the dark. Yeah, I, don't, I have no okay. idea. I don't know All right. what's going on. Although I thought maybe you might have heard some inside information. Mm-mm. No. But, but the point is, he's in the boot, and it's two weeks before, to your point, he will even be evaluated. Right. And, and I think we got left and right foot things right. going on right. that have built up over time because that was a big push to pass Kareem. He, he was play, well, we agreed, yeah. playing at the highest exactly. level we've ever seen a right. 38-year-old play. But Skip, if you think about it, the left was, it started out as a left in, uh, uh, earlier this year, but it was something that he could play through. So let that just yeah. goes to show you how bad the right is because he can't play. He played through. He said he hurt this, this left one way back early in the year. Okay. And by the way, I'm going to say it again. It is miraculous he played through whatever the right injury is. Yes. On Sunday at Dallas yes. in the fourth quarter, he scored 11 more points. And I didn't detect a limp. Like you ask me all the time about the Isaiah Thomas game. Yeah. At, at, it was game six at, at, at the fabulous Four. forum out here in L.A. And mm-hmm. I was right in the front row watching this. Well, y- y- yeah, I saw the grapefruit-sized ankle after the game at his locker. Yeah. But the point is, he, he's dragging his foot through the whole game. Yeah. I mean, you just knew right. he could barely walk. He was having a hard time walking to the sideline huddle. Right. And then he would suck it up and the adrenaline would flow right. when it was time to bounce the right. basketball. Right. And, and he was scoring points. He, it, it was one of the all-time guts efforts I've ever well, seen. Well, Skip, if you remember, you remember when Kobe, Kobe tore, his, tore his Achilles. He did. He walks to the free throw line. Yep. He makes Made. the free throws. He walks off the court. That's not how he walked out of the stadium. He was yeah. on crutches. No, no, I, I got it. But that was all he had left. <laughs> yeah. and, and by the way, when you tear your Achilles, there's no real pain involved. No. It, just, it just doesn't, your leg doesn't work right. anymore. Yeah. You, okay. <laughs> right. It's just flopping. Yeah. Okay. You, you can't control your foot right. anymore. But the point is, with LeBron, I didn't see him limp in the fourth quarter. He just powered through it. Yeah. And to his point, he said, I thought we were in position to close a deal. Right. And they did. They closed a deal, and they came from 27 points down right. in the fourth quarter at Dallas to put themselves in position to make a run at a at a top like a seed above the play-in. Right. I thought they were positioned to be become the six-five-four. Right. Mm-hmm. At that point, and then we hear after the the first suspicious video we saw with him limping to the bus right. and then i was like oh well then right. th- no I, well, I, I i i could tell that I mean, he did he just did he just didn't have his normal gait since the game in which he broke kareem's record he just hasn't looked the same to me and if you look at it skip the man scored 13 points in a game i mean the guy was averaging that we had a stretch where he was averaging 37 38 points a game and the all the first sudden, game out of the Break, right. right, and then all of a sudden he's because, but he only what he have twenty one, I think, going into. Well, he didn't play the last game that he played. I think he had like twenty one or something. But this, he didn't look the same to me. And then I watched him, and I watched him enough to know that's not LeBron. Okay. LeBron's not healthy. Final quote from Anthony Davis last night: We don't want to go home early, but what I don't want is for him, meaning LeBron, to rush back really early and it's still bothering him, and he can't be himself. Well, now it's triple jeopardy because your best friend on the team is saying, just don't rush it. It's no big deal. 
but we don't want to go home early. Well, Anthony, one leads to the other. Yeah. They're, they're intertwined. He, he don't come right? back. But here's the thing, Skip, and AD, and AD knows this. If he comes back early and he's not himself, we're going home anyway. And he runs the potential of doing more damage long term. Like I said, at some point in time, Skip, let's just say for the sake of argument, we'll reassess this thing in two weeks. And you look at what they've done in two weeks, and they've only won two or three games. Yeah. What hell is there to come back? What, what am I coming back for, Skip? It's a good question, but I need to know the circumstance. What maybe you're coming back for one big push to shock the world? Skip, because you're, you're listen, at 13th. Okay, but the the West right now just teeters everywhere. Every te- the Clippers we just talked about, they're they're teetering. Yeah. Dallas we're about to talk about next, right. uh, teetering. Yes. Right? Yes. Golden State is just hanging on for dear life. They've right. had a couple of nice wins. They just trying to wait for a step to okay, get back. They're waiting for step. Will he come back? And will he be right? right. And will they rush him back? Right. It's the same issue. Well, the one thing on. we know about Golden State, they don't rush nobody back. Okay. Yeah, you hurt. Yeah, you hurt. Hey, take the year off. Okay, but I'm saying there's still some hope. But the the reason I keep pushing on this is if you just told me what was wrong, then I'd say, hmm, maybe he could come back in two or three weeks or it's done. It's over. Well, for me, the mere fact that they say we'll reassess it when someone says they'll reassess it in two weeks, we're not even they we're not going to even talk. There's nothing to talk about. There's no more imaging to be done. Let's just see in two weeks. We'll reconvene and see where we are. That lets me know LeBron is not even thinking about picking up a basketball. He's not thinking about putting on a gym shoe on that right foot for the next two weeks. And then we'll reassess it after that. I don't I, I'm good. It was the doctor and the doctor tell me, say, Mr. Sharp, we'll see you in two weeks. I don't even, he don't even say, hey, my, 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 I'll see you in two weeks. We'll reconvene. Okay, he let you, me know you, the gravity of it. Okay, but you know how doctors are. How many times have you or I been to a doctor and they said, oh, it hurts when you do that? Well, then quit doing it, yeah, that's right? That's Just quit my, doing that's it. That's what my athletic trainer. I was okay. like, well, it kind of, it's kind of hard not to do that when I'm in a football game. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to have to get on my okay. toes. You know, I got to push off. Yeah, we well, don't talk about conservative. They're arch conservative because they yeah. don't want to get sued, right? The, 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 you're absolutely right. But I think the thing is, Skip, in, in a situation like this, you, you do realize, like, the, uh, the athletes, are, are they heal a little faster because they have the best of everything. Medical, you rehab, and that's what I tell people all the time. I say it's easier for an athlete to come back because while you go to rehab twice a week, they go every single day for three hours a day, sometimes six days a week. Yep. So obviously, so it takes you five months to heal. Yep. Imagine going five days, six days a week. They're going to flip that in two months. That's just how it works. It, I, I know LeBron and how much because Skip, you in year twenty. Skip, you don't got ten more years to do this. You don't. All I can say is, in the end, if I'm reading the tea leaves, the tea leaves don't look good to me right yeah, now. You right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody that made tea with those leaves, yeah. they ain't no more good. They're, they're no good. <laughs> I'm curious where the Lakers' standings factor into the decision to bring LeBron James back. Are they yeah. still within striking distance in the Western Conference within two well, weeks? Well, as long as the Pelicans keep doing what they do. Yeah, the Pelicans as long as the Pelicans keep doing what they do. we're not talking about the Pelicans, <laughs> okay, my bad. Yeah, my bad, We're not talking about the Pelicans. We're talking about your Lakers. <laughs> All right, Nothing gentlemen. To talk about. Up next. <laughs> and the Clippers, too. Oh, Clippers, the Clippers, too. Okay. Misery loves company. We all miserable. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) We're just going to give it to each other all morning long. Let's start with Dallas when we come back, guys. Do you think Kyrie's taking Luca's job as the closer? And then, yes, indeed, Shannon. Let's talk about those Clippers and that three-game losing streak. How much of it's Russell Westbrook's fault? (laughs) All that's coming up in just a moment.
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Dallas Mavericks fell to the Pacers 124-122 last night. So close. Kyrie Irving missed a step back three to give the Mavs a potential victory. He finishes with 16 points. Luka Doncic, 39 points in the loss. Shannon, jump in here. What does it tell you that it was Kyrie who took the final shot of the game? Well, it tells me that that, that Jake here trusted him uh, and know that Kyrie can make those shots. Uh, he struggled all game long, so I'm a little surprised that they chose to put the ball in his hand considering how much he had struggled, and Luka, Luka had it going. Um, but we see Skip, we see Jason Tatum on Saturday night struggle basically the entire game. And when they needed to make a shot, the coach says, okay, we're going to run this, we're going to run this set, get the ball to JT, JT, do what you do. And he knocked the shot down. Um, this is a make or miss league. There've been more missed shots to win games at the end than made shots. And Kyrie just so happened to miss this one. We know he can take and make big shots. We've seen him do it throughout the course of his career. He took a shot. He missed a shot. I don't read any more into it than that. I am a little surprised considering that he was struggling. He struggled shooting the ball the last three games for the Mavericks. But he's averaging 20, uh, 25.7 assists in seven games with the Mavericks. But Luka did have it going. Luka was one, the main reason they got back into the ball game. So I am a little surprised at the direction that J.K. chose to go in at the end of the game, considering that Luka had it going for the lion's share of the game, Skip. But I'm not reading too much into it. And Kyrie said he appreciate the coaching staff having to trust in him, his teammates having to trust in him, and the comfort they, go, uh, they gave him after the game, even though he missed the shot. Mm. He's putting a lot of pressure on himself, Skip. And you know anytime you make a trade, especially a guy of Kyrie's, you know what comes along with that, Skip. There's a lot mm. of pressure. There's a lot of expectations. Basically, you're a hired gun. You're a mercenary. You were brought to deliver something. And right now, it's not, a go it's not going according to plan. But I'm not going to read any more into it than that. He took a shot. He missed a shot. But Kyrie Irving is more than capable of taking and making that shot. We have seen that before. Yes. Okay, my turn. I first guessed this. This <laughs> will not work. This is not working. And it has now become painfully clear 
especially to Luka Doncic, your guy, a guy you love, a yeah. guy you used to call Baby Bird. I think he graduated into Larry Bird, right? <laughs> yes. I have come to respect him greatly for his genius of scoring the basketball in the paint, and I need now feel officially sorry for Luka Doncic because his coach, Jay Kidd, has said, give me Kyrie. And in the clutch, down the stretch, with games on the line, I want the ball in Kyrie's hands. And I got to have a strong feeling right now that Luka somewhere is not a happy camper. And your, your JT analogy, your Jason Tatum analogy, it's fine, except in Boston, Jason Tatum is the man, yeah, right? I yeah, mean, he's yeah. clearly, uh, I love Jalen Brown, but I think in the locker room, yeah. I think it's seen that, that Jason Tatum is the star of the team. But we've seen them put the ball in JB's hand but, but they, at the end will. of the game okay. and make it. Okay, I got it. But the man, oh, yeah, they JT, acknowledge yeah, yeah, yeah. the man is Jason yeah. Tatum. The man in Dallas used to be Luka Doncic. He still is. He is not the man. Yes, I'm, I'm going to hit you over the head with this stat again because it gets worse by the game. So they have now played five total games together. And in the fourth quarter of those five games, would you believe that Kyrie in the fourth quarters, and there's also one overtime, Kyrie has taken 41 total shots in all those fourth quarters in that one overtime. Luke has taken 13 shots in all those fourth quarters in that one overtime. 41 shots to 13. Last night it was eight shots for Kyrie to only three for Luka in the fourth yeah, quarter yeah. of a winnable mm-hmm. game against an Indiana team that came in eight games under 500, not even in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. So so don't tell me that there was high de- degree of difficulty. This is at Dallas. No, this, this is a very yeah. winnable game. And, and you got Kleba back. You got Hardaway back. You, th- this is the game you should just romp and stomp. But, but the thing is, Skip, is that they're outside shooting team. Okay. And, and and when your shots are not falling, they don't have any inside presence. I mean, like I said, Powell is, is a nice guy, but Powell is not going to give you anything offensively inside. No. He's not a defensive guy. Uh, I'm, and you see what Miles Turner did. Miles Turner was 10 to 13. Okay. I, I got all that. But it still comes down to you have the ball and you have a chance to win the game. Yes. So I'm thinking I'm all eyes now because I want to see, Jason Kidd, you're on. Are you going to call a play? For your superstar or your new superstar? Right. Who is the man in Dallas? And he clearly called this play yes. for Kyrie. Yeah, absolutely. We can see it now. Yeah, Kyrie in, goes against the ball. Oh, we lost our lost monitor one monitor here, but we got, we got another one. Okay, so here's the final play. Kyrie kind of loops around the formation to take the pass, and clearly they're just going to clear, clear that side and just let you, you just do this. And by the way, I was impressed that Rick Carlisle, he, he put little T.J. McConnell in, in the game. He's listed at 6'1", but do you, do you think McConnell's – I, I no. think he's like 5'11", yeah. right? But he is quick, and he has kind of a low base of gravity, and he did a nice job of mirroring Kyrie on I, the play. Well, I, Kyrie went for the win yep. uh, because I thought he had him cras- crossed up. Yep. I mean, he could have got he could have got foot closer to the basket, you, you but he went so. for the win. He went for the win. He did the step back three, and I thought McConnell bothered him just enough that it was offline and, and didn't, it, it really didn't have much of a shot to go in. Mm-hmm. And Luca just stood over in the corner and watched the play unfold. If you're Luca and you're a big Luca fan, are you happy with this? Are you happy I, with 41 shots to your 13 and fourth quarters in overtime? I, I think the thing is Luca's looking at like, um, no, you're not, I'm not happy that we've been losing. No, I'm not happy about that. Um, and uh, uh, I'm not happy with the way I played Sunday 
because I, I didn't play particularly well, especially in the second half of the ball game. But Skip, if you look at Luca played 14 to 25. He good wasn't good, he wasn't good from the three, no. but he was really, he was eight or 12 from the free throw line, um, 39 points, and he was the main reason that got you back in the game. I got play it. Making. Okay, I got it. Which means when you go to that sideline huddle. Remember when LeBron that one one time in Chicago got so mad yeah. at, at Blatt? Yeah. Remember because he called the play, play for, for Kyrie, Kyrie. Yeah. and and LeBron said, "Hell no, not on my watch." And to LeBron's credit, I, I I loved what he did. He said, "No, this is my ball, my shot." Right. And he came out. I love LeBron when he gets mad and plays a little angry, <laughs> like controlled anger. And remember what he did? They inbound the ball to LeBron, and he stepped back and shot. It wasn't a three, but yeah, it was close. A deep it was, two. Yeah, it was a very deep two, and he made it to win the game. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, same circumstance. He is calling the play for Kyrie, and Luca has 39 points in the game, to yes, your point. Yes. And Kyrie, to your point, is at that point 0 for 3 from 3. Yes. So Kyrie hadn't even made one 3 right. the whole game. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, we want you to shoot a 3 or whatever you want to shoot, but, but right. the point is the, the yeah. odds are you're going to wind up shooting a 3. Right. With, with that little time left, you're probably going to get some kind of a step yeah. back 3. Yeah. Yes. Okay? So does that make sense to you? If you're Luca, do you not go home thinking, what the hell has just happened well, to my career? I think all greats, um, when someone else takes the shot and misses, they always feel that they could have taken and made that shot. That's just the way they're wired, and I get it. Um, I mean, you call a play and somebody else doesn't get the first down or they don't catch the ball. I'm like, well, damn, you, you know, you could have called and play for your boy. But I understand. But you have to understand, uh, Kyrie has been in this situation before. He's taken and made big shots. Luka has taken and made big shots. I think the thing that is that you're getting at is that Luka's like, I've been here. I'm the guy. And I don't mind sharing the stage. But in the moment like this here, the first time, the first time that we need a big shot, I need to get that. Kyrie has been on his best behavior in large part because he has nothing to complain about because he's got the ball in his hands. In fact, after the game, he was a little sheepish. I watched his whole postgame interview and it was great. He's always, he just gushes, you know, and he's so bright with all of his deep thoughts. But he said, I got to gear down a little bit. I got to take it down. I'm I'm trying too hard. Yeah, I got a lot of pressure. I got to go with the flow. I got to get more in the rhythm of the game. Well, there's nothing he, – he can have no complaints about this situation because they are saying the team is yours. In the fourth quarter, you take us home. Right. And he has shown, to your point, a propensity for making – right. he made a big one for LeBron well, in Game you, 7. You, hold that. What was that last year uh, in the fourth quarter of Game 1 when he dropped – he dropped like 40, but he had like he 21 in the fourth quarter? He did. And he kept them afloat. They, they lost. Yeah. But, but he was sensational. He was sensational. He is capable. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. But they're losing. They're now, uh, again, together, they're one and four, right. and the one came against San Antonio. I'm not so sure that they wouldn't be losing if they didn't have Kyrie. Well, you But at some point in time, Skip, you, what's their problem? Guess what? Uh, 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 Indiana shot 40 free throws mm-hmm. because they don't guard, and they can't guard without filing. Although again, Nimhart had two at the end of the game. He missed it, both it, of them, or he could have just slammed it, it, the door. The play, I mean, the place to score 18 points in the fourth in the fourth quarter after scoring 37. But yep. this is going to be the this is the problem with the Mavericks, Skip, is that because you you you've given up a lot of your uh, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith was a, a was a very good uh, perimeter defender. Skip, they don't defend. They don't have a presence. In, but but they never have. Yeah, and that's yeah. The, that's their problem. Right. Miles Skip Miles Turner looked like Will Chamberlain. Well, he will <laughs> against this team. Exactly. Okay. 
Well, like it, it is not going to get any easier. Okay, skill. LeBron the other day in the fourth quarter, he just started playing bully ball. Them, they didn't have Kleba, but yeah. but again against Dwight. But do you think Dwight Powell can stop LeBron James no. in the lane? He can't. He's got no chance. Or Anthony Skill. No. And guess what? They got the Sixers on Thursday. What the hell you think Joel Embiid's going to do? Licking chops. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And then you got you got the Suns on Sunday with KD. Okay. So it's not going to get any easier. I, I hope it's going to be KD. I'm wait. I'm I'm just holding my breath. Well, well, he, he, he plays tonight. Play? He's going to be. Uh, Monty says he's on a minutes restriction. Okay. So what you thinking? Right. 20, 25? Okay. I, I At least know. twenty-five. I don't know, but the, I I still want to actually see him in action. Yeah. It's so been a while. It's been we'll nine see. weeks, almost it two months. It's been a long time. That's another sort of mysterious injury where he just sprained his knee. Right. But, but you never know. Okay. So the the point here is, my big takeaway is that Jason Kidd has gotten a little sick and tired of Luka. And you can see it. You can see it in his comments after they blew the 27-point lead. He was critical of Luka complaining to the referees. Yes. You get tired of him complaining yeah. to the referees. Jason <laughs> Kidd was not a complainer when he played, no. and he was a great player. Right. Okay? So he's just saying, I, you, you got to listen to me. Right. And I'm, it's, it's almost like he's trying to teach him a lesson with Kyrie. Kyrie is the more decorated player. What well, Luca's not won anything, right, right? Right. Okay. So Jason Kidd is favoring Kyrie to me in part to to sort of force Luca to mature, right? Yes. Because he's got a, 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 a another co superstar who he can say he does it the right way. Right. He's he's more clutch. He doesn't complain to the refs like you do. Yeah. I, I just you know skip. It's just like Luca is just he's Luca. And, and Jason Kidd is trying to reach him any way he possibly he can. Is. Um, and, you know, just, just growing plans. He just turned 24. He just turned 24. Yeah, I know. But doesn't he seem like he's 34? Does, <laughs> he, I mean, he does he seem like, like he's a lot older than yeah, 24. Right. Well, he just played a lot of professional basketball in Europe. And right. when he stepped on an NBA court, he was ready to play More than. at the highest level. Yes. Okay. But they beat the Sixers, and then all Dallas will be forgiven. <laughs> they beat the Sixers, and they'll be all forgiven. Give me the, give me point the points right now. I'll take, take the math right now. Give me the points. What are the points? Whatever it is, Woo! give it to me. Uh, you got Joel Embiid, the MVP. You got Kyrie and Luka. You got, jo- you got Joel Embiid, the yeah. best player on the planet. That's what you told he, me. He is the best player. He's the one LeBron took first in his draft for the All-Star. And, the first, and that was the first. And that was the first time LeBron and James had lost that format. First. Why did he do that? He had never, ever taken Joel Embiid first. If LeBron had been able to play the second half, they would have won the game. No. You know it, and I know it. See, we could see we what LeBron had KD. Let me ask you a question. If KD's healthy, is he taking Luke, is he taking Joel Embiid first if KD's healthy? No. <laughs> okay. He is yeah. not. But he still took Joel Embiid. Yeah. Okay. Because of Steph and, and KD was hurt. Mm. Now. Okay. Well, but of the current healthy players yeah. he took Joel and me. I mean, Skip, I that's mean, all you need to do. Know. I, he took, do, do he, okay. Shannon, which car do you want? The one that's more operational or the one that's on blocks? Give me the one that's operational. Shannon, I'm going to give you five choices. Do you want the Embiid car or do you want the Joker car? Uh, I'll take the Embiid car. I want car. the KD yeah. and the Steph yeah, Curry. They're not, they don't work right now. They're out of gas. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. They, they'll right. be back. Okay. What would work for me is getting some dew flowing on this show, guys. Yeah. You gotta find He's scared. He's scared, G. I'm scared. I just on. need to know the points. <laughs> after the Super Bowl, I got to run a scared, G. I got to run a scared after the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, you were so lucky. The Mavs the sitting at seventh in the Western Conference, guys. 31 in the loss column. All right, speaking of being scared, Skip, let's talk about Russell Westbrook let's. and your Clippers. <laughs> He had 14 points and four turnovers in the Clips' 108-101 loss to the T-Wolves last night. Since signing Westbrook, Skip's Clippers 
0-3, winless. Hmm. Shannon, before Skip jumps in, does Russ deserve any of the blame here, or is he too new? There, there's a lot of blame to go around, Skip, but we, look, they're, not gonna, they're not playing defense. They're turning the ball over. Skip, can we stop pretending that Russ is something that he's not? He's an inefficient, turnover-prone point guard. Thank you. Yes. Preach. He, he will have a game or two where he has 13, 14, 15 assists. He'll have a game where he has 13, 14, 15 rebounds. He'll have a game where he's efficient at shooting the basketball. Mm -hmm. He will have those games, but those are more anomalies. But this is what we can always normally count on more times than not. He's going to turn the ball over at a high rate. You just hope the turnovers don't come at the most inopportune of times. You see it in, in the clip we just showed. He's shooting a step back like he's Dirk Nowitzki. You got Kawhi, you got now Kawhi didn't have not having a great shooting night, but Paul George had got it going in the fourth. He got it going. And so yep. instead of him trying to find Paul, but that's what he does, Skip. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I'm gonna do this one. I got this one. Yeah. But they don't play defense, Skip. They they really don't. And so, no, I can't blame put all this on Russ. They turned the ball over. Uh for, 24 turnovers. They was competing with – at least we got – well, they, y'all didn't have LeBron, so, okay, y'all didn't have your primary ball handler. Yep. You got careless with the ball, 26 turnovers. You had your primary ball handlers. Mm-hmm. You had 24 turnovers, Kip. Mm-hmm. And there was enough to go around. Yeah, Russ had four. Paul George had three. Kawhi had three. Nicholas Batum had four. And then Nick, Nick Batum really should have three because he passes the ball to Norman Powell. Norman Powell is yelling at the official, and the ball go right by his head. <laughs> and Batum was not happy. He's like, what are you doing? Bro, bro, yeah. what you doing? Mm-hmm. Not happy. He, he had lost his, his, his little things like that, Skip. Yeah. Uh, missing defensive assignments. Mm-hmm. Let's get, no, I'm not going to put all this on Russ, but Skip, all of a sudden, like, when Russ going to be so, oh, he was playing with the wrong Los Angeles team. He's Russell Westbrook. He is what he is. Or isn't. Oh, and you keep trying mm-hmm. to make him something that he's not. Yeah. He's an I don't know who you is. I don't, but, but maybe <laughs> no, Twitter people, does yes. or somebody. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I think you're overly critical of Russ. Mm-hmm. But he's an inefficient, turnover-prone point guard. Mm-hmm. That's what he That's is. Kind of an oxymoron, inefficient, turnover-prone Point guard. That's his title. You, Whether he's a point you, guard you or not, that's Paul his title. George calls him. We needed a floor general. A floor general? A floor private? Yeah. I, like what? What? Yeah. I, a general? Yeah. I, I I don't get general. Help me out. Yeah, I, I don't get the general. You might be t- you might be talking about the uh, the Shaq commercial, the general. Yeah, that's that, what we might that, be that, talking that, about. That one. <laughs> okay, another one. I first guessed. I said the Clippers are doomed. I, I think their pride got to them. Pride goeth before the fall, as the Bible says. I think they looked from the basement up into the upstairs at the crypt and said, if, if the Lakers failed with him, we're going to show the Lakers we can do it. Right. We got Ty Lue at coach. Ty Lue will figure this out. You, you can't figure him out. Russell Westbrook is simply more trouble than he's worth. He will do some great things, seriously great things. He did some great things last night. He's done a few little great things in all three of his games. Right. More trouble than he's worth because he will do some other things that make him the equivalent to me of a human cloud, like the cloud just hangs over the team because you know and I know the turnovers he makes are psychologically debilitating. They're demoralizing because they're so bad for a slam dunk first ballot Hall of Famer to make, that the whole team sits back and says, my God, what, what is he thinking? Right. Well, he's not thinking. And, <laughs> and he, 
he he was born with, I guess, because he's always had he's got the worst pair of point guard hands I've ever the seen. Worst. He just can't hang on to the basketball. But he has greatness in him because he plays so hard. But in the end, he plays harder for Russ than for the team. He's more of a me than a we. He is a stat machine of of a solo act, solo act of a stat machine, because he can put up numbers. Look, the, the numbers last night, they're pretty good. 14, 10, yeah. and 7. Okay, 14, 10, and 7. 7 and 10 if you want to go okay. rebounds to <laughs> okay. assists, okay? But it's it's pre- like he's three rebounds away from a, another triple-double. Yes. He had four turnovers, but they're lauding him for actually playing more conservative basketball in the three games with the Clippers. They've lost all three games. I'm not going to pin the, all the blame on Russell Westbrook right. because you can't. No. Because there's lots of blame to go around. But the mere fact that the Clippers, somebody upstairs, I don't know who signed off on this, but but you've brought this up many times. Once upon a time, Kawhi Leonard chose to not go to LeBron. I'm going to the Clippers. But I need some... Body to ride shotgun, and I want you, Paul George. I need you to come with me. And it was reported, Russ called Kawhi. How about me? Take me because I want to go home to Los Angeles, right? right? Yeah. And the report was Kawhi wouldn't even return his phone call. Didn't return the call. And now he's stuck, just as the Lakers used to be stuck, with Russell Westbrook at floor general. Yeah, it's just hard hard for me to see a scenario that he didn't want to join forces with Russ three, four years ago, but yeah. all of a sudden he embraced Russ coming to Clippers now. What? It's just, it's hard. It could, Skip, it could be people change. People change their minds. Situations change. And that might could well be the case. It's hard for me to also see, Skip, that Russ is in L.A. with the Clippers and Kawhi didn't give some kind of blessing to it. <laughs> because, I don't know. Skip, they got, listen, Paul George is, is phenomenal. But it's hard to see that he's better than Shea Gilgis right now. I, and he was there. Okay, and what it. you gave up to get Paul George yeah. and what Shea is doing in OKC, Skip, I don't know. Okay, I got it. You're right. Now, now back to this drawing board that is falling to pieces right before your very eyes. Okay, with 4.45 left in the game last night, Ty Lu went back to Westbrook, whose numbers, as we just pointed out, right. were pretty good. The other, the, the previous game, he did not play him. This is at Denver. Right. He didn't play him the whole fourth quarter or overtime okay. because he said, we caught a rhythm. Right. Well, they did. They were down nine going to the fourth quarter. And all of a sudden, Kawhi heated up and, and it started to click yes. with Eric Gordon as quote-unquote point guard. And you kept pointing out, well, he, he didn't score any points it, at point guard. he didn't guard. score again last he, night. Okay, he didn't. But but the, the rhythm looks good. Okay. It, it, it's because... Kawhi was playing point guard. He was going solo. Paul George was playing point guard. They, they were handling the basketball, and it worked because they caught Denver at Denver, and as you know, they got the best home record in they basketball. Do. So to close the deal to the point that you forced overtime was pretty great. Right. No Russ. He sat at the very end of the bench because he pouts. It's like, I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer. You, you dare to treat me like this? Well, last night he's back in the starting lineup, so 4.45 to go. Ty Lue says, Okay, it's it's like with Russ. You're all as you know. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Right. What what am I going to do? Let's go with Russ. So let's see what happened. So they're down six at this point with three twenty one left. Let's see what Russ does first. Russell Westbrook he stole, he stole it. the ball, and here he goes. Calm down, calm down. Hang on, hang on. Whoops. I lost the basketball and it went out of bounds. Okay, hey, how many of those you saw? Did you uh, see for the Lakers? A thousand. Okay. A thousand of them, because. It's like, oh, God, 
and 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 you, you just know the Clippers are all saying, "What right. are you doing? Yeah. You know, how how we go from a layup to a turnover?" No. Okay. So now, a few seconds pass. Now it's two thirty-eight left, and you're you're really in trouble because you're down nine at this point. And and here goes Russ on the attack again. And and it's either going to be great or really bad, great or bad. I, I'm on edge of seat every time he's ready to attack. So. It looks like it's going to be some Kawhi, but then it goes back to Russ, and here he goes. Well, I'll do it. I'll, if you don't want to do it, I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I lost the I'm, ball, and then I threw it sideways, and Zoo wasn't ready for it. Big Zoo, he wasn't ready, and the ball goes right through his hands. How many times because have we seen that? It's out of control. Yes. It's it's just chaotic. Right. Like there's no flow to it. There's no rhythm because everybody's kind of on right. edge. Like what what because, are you doing? Because I see him getting off balance, Skip. Do I start back do, and do prevent go, the fast break? Yeah. Do or, I go or what, what what's happening? Right. Are you going to lose your handle again? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so now we go to the 112 mark. And really, this is to cut it to three, so you still got a chance. And let's see what Russ does at this point. Is this the still back? Shot. Yep, this is your shot. And he says, well, I got this. I'll take you into the lane, and I'll fall back on Mike Conley. It almost airballed to the left. Yes. It, it almost airballed to the left. This is on Conley, and he can do his, you know, too small if he wants to. But he shoots it sideways, and it just ticks off the left side of the rim. And, it, and it's it's a crusher psychologically for the basketball team because they're like, Russ, what are, what are you doing, right? Well, I, I fault them for putting him in that situation okay. because you put him in a situation and you basically clear it out. You look at where Kawhi goes. Kawhi goes to the clear to the <laughs> three-point line. Paul George goes okay. to the other side. So it. you said, okay, Russ, do your thing. Okay. That's on you. He, he's hard to flow with because he's unpredictable because Correct. it's bull in China shop. You know how it is. It's that, it's that hell-bent mentality of, Okay, okay, just, if I get the ball in my hands, I'm going to go. I'm going right. to go. I'm going to attack. Right. N- the, the, outside of LeBron, nobody can attack better than Russ can at six feet three. He, he goes like a banshee at the rim, and, and sometimes great things happen. And then at the end of the game, there's still a, a vague chance here. It's 42 seconds left. This is vintage Russ because he gets an offensive rebound, and watch what he does with it. This is – here we go. It's under. Zoo gets blocked. And guess who comes away with the ball? Russ does. And he drills right to the three-point line says, I got this. And he swishes it. He, he is ranked one from the bottom in three-point shooting. He's barely over 30%. He's 148th out of 149 right. of, of ranked three-point shooters. And he makes that one. And all of a sudden you think, well, we got a little bit of a chance because right. that cut it to four. Right. And Gobert gets a dunk at the other end right. and the game's over. Okay? And you end up losing by seven at home. To, to a team that, 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 that Minnesota, they're just not very good. No. They've lost three in a and row. And they play without Cat. Yeah, they're, they're, there's no Cat. He's on the bench watching, cheering, okay? You, you, at home, you, you can't you do win. this. Yeah, you got to you, win, you gotta win this game. So they're 0-3 with Russ. It, it's, it's more trouble than worth. It, it's hard. Eric Gordon said after the game, we feel like we got the deepest team in the league, but we have to develop some chemistry. Right. Well, Russ is not a catalyst. Right. He, he's the opposite of a catalyst. What, what's surprising about me, Skip, and you said, okay, and Ty Lue said, well, I left Russ in the game, uh, didn't take, put Russ in because we had caught a rhythm. Yep. Do you realize the rhythm you was playing with with Terrence Mann was starting at point hey, guard? It was You beautiful. traded Reggie Jack. You beautiful. had inserted him into the starting lineup. You did. He was you playing did. unbelievable. I, I agree. I agree. And, and look at poor Terrence Mann. I, I love him. Yeah. You want to talk about heart and guts and I mean, he savvy. Two, he was two or three at four points, but yeah. he doesn't look like the same player. No, he, he doesn't look like the same player. So, and look at his minutes. He, he gets 22 minutes, 
to Russ's 28 minutes. Okay, well, you've, you've taken him out of the flow yes, of the starting yes. lineup, and the rhythm of everything is off. Yep. So, man, I don't know. It's, it's hard. Obviously, I picked the Clippers to win it all before the year, and now I sit at night watching them, and I can't even root for them because I'm dreading when Russ comes into the game. <laughs> and by the way, Darvin Ham had the secret formula. I'll bring him in mid-first quarter. Yep. And I'll show Bring him, him the you, you could be the sixth man of the year. And it looked like for a while he was on on an arc to win sixth man of the year. Yeah. And he goes to the Clippers, and they say, let's put starting. him in the starting lineup. After you were playing so well with Terrence Mann in yeah. the starting lineup. Yeah. That's what. That's the only thing, Skip, okay, you want to get him, and you say, okay, we need somebody yeah. that can push the pace, push the tempo. He can rebound. He's a big – I mean, he can rebound the ball as well as any guard in NBA history. Yep. Well, Skip, come on. I mean, okay. I, 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 so, I just so didn't see to, that. To your point, I can't blame him for X and Y and Z. It's just he's there. He, his presence right. is difficult to deal with because right. you know it yes. because you've been living with it for a year and yeah. three-fourths, yes. right? Yes. And there was a reason. when they it, it, Remember, the last game he played for you guys was on past Kareem night, and you were there. That yep. was the last time. And you came in the next day, and there was one pass that he made where LeBron's wide open wide up the open. court, and he just throws it sideways. It's almost like he aimed out of bounds to throw it, remember? Yep. And that was the last game he played, and on that night you fell to five games under 500. I don't think it's any coincidence that Russ was on the team, okay? Yeah, it was – to watch to watch him in person and to watch some of the passes that he makes, he's like, it just leaves you shaking your head. You shake your head, and now Kawhi's shaking his head just the way LeBron was shaking his head. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think Kawhi is too happy. No, he cannot be happy. The drama and the soap opera that surrounds the Western Conference at the end of this season is must-watch TV. I'll tell you that. All right, gentlemen, NFL Combine going on. Let's talk about next NFL season. What do you think, guys? Did Eric Bieniemy make the right decision to move on from the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes? Let's jump in when Undisputed returns. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash undisputed pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. Reporters asked Andy Reid about the departure of offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. 
He took the OC and assistant head coach job with the Commanders. Green told the press, quote, I'm so happy for EB to have a chance to put his name on an offense. This is his now. Shannon, sounds like Eric Bieniemy should have a lot more say-so in Washington. Do you think it was the right move for him? For him, Skip, look, I don't really know EB that well, nor him a little bit. Um, but Elliot, it's just a situation that he probably should have had a job by now considering so many other Andy Reid's understudies. Never called plays, but got a head coaching job. I, for the life of me, I can't understand how Matt Nagy never called a play and got a job. He, he's the one where you say, what? Yes. Yeah. Frank Wright didn't call plays under Doug Peterson. No. Doug Peterson didn't call plays under Andy Reid. Nope. And they got jobs, but they used that against EB to say, well, and guess what's going to happen, Skip? EB might go and have a good success and have success in Washington. I hope he does. Considering who the quarterback's going to be, maybe they draft a quarterback, maybe they like Sam Howell. But guess what they're going to do, Skip? If EB has success, that's Andy Reid's offense. He ain't come up with his own offense. You, you think so? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they, I don't know. They find every, every type of a way to try to under... Skip, if they want... This is what we know. If somebody wants you to have a job, there's nothing you can't have an interview bad enough not to get said job. Yeah. If they don't want you, Skip, you could have been the offensive coordinator for the number one rated offense... You just told me the Kansas City's had the number one rated offense for the last five years. He's been the offensive coordinator. They scored the most points, had the most yards, won two Super Bowls, got the MVP twice, and Super Bowl MVP twice. Now, you hear the man speak. When the man got under for his press conference, I'm saying, well, how the hell did this man not get a head coaching job at the way he spoke at that press conference? Eric. Eric yeah, yeah. Oh, I got yes. it. Yeah. Agreed. Because that, because that, the interview, he's got it. The first they went from where well, he's not calling plays, and then he's interviewing poorly. He, he he's likable and he has big charisma. He's got big personality. Yes, I, Skip, I it's know. just hard. Skip, you, look, there's a lot going on with Washington now. Now they got some about a, a, a fifty-five million dollar loan. It looks like the team is going to be sold. And Skip, you know what happened when new ownership comes in? Mm -hmm. I want my guy. I didn't hire any of you guys. Yeah. And then what? Back to square one. He probably has to go back to being a running back coach. Mm. It, it's, it's, is it the right decision? I don't think it's the right decision. But, hey, EB is like, I'm tired of waiting. They're never, they're never as long as Andy Reid. Mm -hmm. I'm up under Andy. I'm never going to get the credit that I deserve. So let me take a leap of faith on my own, given that what else? What Skip? He's looking at like what the hell do I have to lose? I can't get a job with Andy. I can't get a job, and I'm right there next to Patrick Mahomes. Agreed. When everybody else that has ever been right next to a great quarterback yeah. has gotten jobs, yeah. how many guys did Brett Favre get jobs for? Mm. How many jobs did uh, Tom Brady get jobs for? Mm. Hell, Ray Lewis on the defense side. How many head coaches Ray Lewis done touch? Good point. Marvin Jack Del Rio, mm. Mike Smith, uh, yep. Rex Ryan. Mm -hmm. Mike Nolan. A tree. A whole tree of them. Yep. EB. Mm -hmm. Nah, EB. Now what to do, Skip. Oh, it's all Patrick Mahomes. You ain't had nothing to do with that. Mm. But Tom Brady. So Tom, so what Tom Brady blessing all these guys? <laughs> they don't nobody say nothing about Tom Brady. Oh, that ooh, they did a great job. You see how they came came up schematically? They did. Mm. I wish EB the best. I really do, Skip, but it's just hard just for me to see a scenario with the lack of quarterback talent that they have in Washington. Mm. Maybe Sam Howell is a diamond in the rough, mm. and he turns out to be great. But, Skip, it's just right now, I just don't see it. Maybe I don't see the forest for the trees, mm. but I just don't see it.
Okay, I'm going to go back to Andy Reid's quote, and I agree with every point you just made, but he said, I'm so happy for EB to have a chance to put his name on an offense. This is his now. He's working for Ron Rivera, who's a dear friend. This is still Andy <laughs> Reid talking, and more of a defensive head coach than an offensive head coach, which is true. Ron Rivera, all about defense. That's good for EB. Right. So Andy concludes, so this allows EB to do his thing. Agree, agree, agree. How the other guys got head coaching jobs, I don't know, except for the color of their skin. Yes. And the color of EB's skin. Yes. But I said all along, you, you can't tell me. When Andy tried to convince the world that EB calls the plays, I just wasn't buying it because right. Andy Reid runs that offense. He just runs it. I don't know. Maybe he was suggesting some plays and EB called some. But, but in the end, I don't condemn Andy Reid. It's what he does. Right. He is all about offense, and you can't tell me that his ego isn't as big as he is because right. he's got a huge ego. He's a good guy, but they all do. All these big play callers, yeah. offensive genius. Yeah. Well, what do you expect? Do you think Matt Nagy had any input? He had no input yeah. into what's going on. It's Andy Reid. Right. Plus, Andy Reid went and said, I want that kid at Texas Tech. I'm going to trade up from 27 to, what was it, 10? 27 to yep. 10. Yep. I'm going to snatch him right. right out from under everybody, <laughs> and I'm going to show you what I just wrought here. I wrought a dynasty. Okay, God bless you. Yeah. You did all that. Yes. Well, it's too easy to say EB's just going along for that ride because the truth is he probably did go along for much of that ride just the way Nagy and all the rest of them went oh, along. Along okay. for a great ride. Okay. So I'm happy that EB took a shot here, but it is a high-risk shot Ooh. because you want to talk about degree of difficulty. You want to talk about long odds. This franchise is living under the cloud of that owner who's been there far too long, and it's time for him to go, but it's going to take a while to extricate this situation. Right. But when it happens, to your point, somebody's going to come in and say, huh, house cleaned, right? Yeah. So it's tricky here because the ownership change might not come before next season. So, so again, you might get one shot with Sam Howell. I don't know. Are they going to try Heineke again? Skip, it's, gonna, hard, it's hard for me okay. to see a scenario, Skip. And you look, you've been around this thing for 40-plus years. OCs don't get jobs, head coaching jobs, with mediocre to average quarterbacks. No. They get it with great quarterback play. I mean, unless you pulled a rabbit out of your helmet. You know, like it, if, you, if you could have one of those – Shocked the world years where you stole the NFC East, or yeah. you know, you know, with a nine and eight record, or uh, where where you you got Sam Howell again. I saw him one time against my Cowboys, and he looked pretty good. Yeah. And they, my Cowboys, got destroyed in that final. Brock Purdy looked game. like looked like it looked like a Hall of Famer against your Cowboys. He did okay, I got you. <laughs> Bingo, touche. I give you all the above. Will they draft a kid? Well, now you got a kid. Now, now, now you're really yeah, strapped, yeah, right? You. Yes. Will they go into the free agent market? Is it Jimmy G? Is it name, name somebody who's out there? Oh, I they don't can know. play for Aaron Rodgers okay, or Derek Carr. Okay, maybe it's Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't know. I think Eric Bieniemy is talented. I think he did learn a lot right. from Andy Reid being there for as long as he was. I think he's got a big personality. I think he could be a head coach. I don't know it for a fact because I never know if, if a coordinator right. can suddenly become a head coach because you, you haven't asked him to do anything that a head coach does. Right. So that's always been my pet peeve. Right. I don't know if any of these guys, right. you go name somebody, Shane Steichen, I don't know. Can, right. Is he a genius? I, right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> 
So the point is the question. Let me ask yeah. you: Do you think EB? Because a lot of times, what Mike would did, Mike would do. Mike is Shanahan. That Mike Shanahan. Coob ran the offensive meeting aspect of it. Okay. Mike sat in the Mike sat in the back, or sometimes he was going upstairs watching film. But Coob ran everything. It, I guess it was he was preparing him, but like, okay, he was. This is kind of how you. This kind of how you do it. Okay. And I remember Tony Dungeon saying, "Is that Danny Green?" He allowed him to do everything, even though he was the DC. He allowed him to do everything that a head was coach would do. Rare. <laughs> he's like, rare. He even played personnel, yep. free everything that we did. He said, because you're gonna become a head coach. Yep. And you're gonna need to know how to do these things. And I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do it before you have to do it on the job. Okay. Situations I've been around. Jimmy Johnson was a defensive-minded head coach. Yeah, he wanted to sit in the defensive meetings with Dave Wanstead. Yeah. North Turner got to run the offense yes. by himself. Yes. It's his baby. Right. Was North Turner a great head coach in this league? No. no. He wasn't a great head coach. Is he a dynamic leader? Is he a great communicator with the media? No. And there's so much that goes right. into being right. a head coach. I think Eric Bieniemy could be pretty to very good. Right. But I got to see it first, and he's got to get a shot. And what is he, 55 now? Yeah, he might be, a year, might be my age or a year younger. Yeah, okay. I think he came, out a year out, he, might have, he came out a year after me, I think. So whatever his head coaching option is going to be it's, it's going to have to come fairly quickly here they'll just say they'll have the, the ultimate excuse oh he's just too old but Troy Time looked up me but uh North Turner looked a lot better when he had Troy <laughs> and him and playmaker yeah but he, didn't look, he didn't look like that skill when he was in Washington he went to Washington yeah, yeah he didn't no, look like that no and he got fired <laughs> and then he bounced and then he bounced yeah you know what happens it, it's and in the end you look back at North Turner and you say he was a much better coordinator than he was at right okay well fine look Charlie Weiss, yeah. how did he look at Notre Dame? How did he look at Kansas or wherever else he went when he didn't have Tom Brady? How did all those Brady products look when they didn't have Tom Brady? Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Josh McDaniel. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, I don't love the prospect here. I, I don't just, either. I just love the guts of saying, okay, I'm going to go try that. Because at least you're out from under Andy Reid. You can't use that. You can't hold that right. against him. Skip, let me. I want to stay. Look here. I'm not going to get right. I'm going to step under this umbrella. Yeah. I'm going to stay right up under this Andy okay, Reid umbrella and not get rained on. Okay. That's as safe as you can yeah, get. Well, okay. Well, no. He, he had a. You know, again, <laughs> if you don't want to be a head coach, if you have no ambition to be a head coach, you're, you're riding a gravy train. Because they could win, I don't know, three or four more Super Bowls. What you, right? What, so let me ask you. Because, Skip, you know what's going to happen. Let's just say for the sake of argument, because we got to play devil's advocate. We got to be on both yep. sides. If it goes well, hopefully he gets an opportunity. But if it doesn't go well, see, what did I tell you? Now, not only you're not going to be an offensive coordinator, you got to go back down to being a running back coach. Mm-hmm. And now, there's nothing wrong with being a running back. I don't want to submit people to diminish that, but I'm just saying, from uh, uh, you're right here as an offensive coordinator with the next step being a head coach. Now you take a step down to be the running back coach. That would tear me up if that happened. And by the way, he played running back. That's why yeah. he started as a running yes, back yes. coach. Okay. But you see what he skipped away with what they do, they give us get no fancy title. He's assistant head coach. See they'll they'll, they'll give a black man a, a, a fancy title. Yeah. He's the run game coordinator. No, nah, I want to be the head coach. Yeah. And then all that other stuff I let somebody else handle that. Whoever you want to name assistant head coach, run game, pass yeah. game, whatever. I'm the head coach. So, bottom line to this discussion, personally for me, my emotions get further mixed within the NFC East. Obviously, I'm lifelong diehard Dallas <laughs> Cowboy fan, but I love me some Jalen Hurts. You do? 
and it, it mixes my emotions when, when I have to play Philadelphia because I want him to do well. And, and hey, you know, if he do well, he's going to beat your Cowboys. That, that is the problem. <laughs> and now I will root for Eric Bieniemy because yeah. it would be a great story. Yeah. It would be the story of the year if they became the story of the year on offense. Right. I, don't, I can't sell it right now because I don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. If Joe Judge can become a head coach, that is somebody should hire me. There you go. Yep, that's true. Well, I, I would take you over Joe Judge any day. <laughs> I mean, the Joe Judge, he ain't never called no play. So I'm talking about how the special. I mean, uh, 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 John Harbaugh has done unbelievable as a special teams coach, became a head coach. But those are few and far between. Yeah, but his father was a his, his very father good coach, was, yes. and obviously his brother yeah. became a good coach. It's almost in their blood. But see, it seemed yeah. like everybody, well, he was up under Coach Belichick. Yeah. He has to be good mm-hmm. and not one. Of Coach Belichick's assistant has been good outside not, of him. Not Matt one. Patricia, mm-hmm. none of them. None you of name them. one that's been decent outside from under. They didn't have Tom. When they had Tom Brady, they were great. Romeo. Ro- Charlie, Bill mm-hmm. O'Brien, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge. Is there anybody? Nope. 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 The only judge that's been good is Judge Judy, Judge mm-hmm. Matthews, mm-hmm. and the judge, the GTO. You know what I'm the judge? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love those. I'm looking, for, I'm looking for one. I'm looking for one. me a judge. Okay. I don't think so, though. No. Extra points for that one, Shannon. <laughs> Eric Bieniemy turns 54 during August training camp, okay. guys, and he has made no bones about how excited he is to take on this role and make it his own, indeed. Going to be good to watch. All right, let's get back to the association when we return. Gentlemen, do you think LeBron is still the best current <laughs> NBA you player right it. now? Let's debate when undisputed he is the returns. spoken. <laughs> surveyed 101 former NBA players, and they were asked who the best current player is right now. LeBron won that vote 28%. Jokic and Giannis round out the top three. Shannon, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess you agree. Uh, Look at it. Look at it now, America. What you got to say? These are former players. 101 of them. That's a large sample. You like sample size. You like a large sample size. Don't give you one or two. They gave you 101. Mm. Not Dalmatians. Former NBA players. I think it might have been Dalmatians. <laughs> it might have been. They asked 101 Dalmatians what Whatever. they thought. You know what, Skip? I'm surprised. I'm shocked. I knew you would be. I'm shocked. You, thank you. No. I can't put him over Giannis and Nikola Jokic. I just can't. Um, I've been adamant about that, and you see how close it is. Even if you take LeBron James out of the equation, Nikola Jokic got 21.2, Giannis got 21% of the vote. That just goes to show you how how close it is. Skip, I can't put put LeBron, and I think LeBron is phenomenal. He's had an outstanding year. But I believe the two best players currently in the NBA are Nikola Jokic and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And so I am surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm happy. I'm ecstatic that people still are giving LeBron his flowers because normally the old head, but I think that I think it has something to do with they appreciate LeBron for what he's doing currently, mm. but they don't want to take it. They don't want to put him over the guy that they most a lot of these guys played against, which is Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah. So with that being said, Skip, yes, I am surprised. I am shocked that they said LeBron James currently still is the NBA's best player. Mm. Thank you for your objectivity. I was also shocked until I read a couple of the quotes, one from Jermaine Jones. Do you remember Jermaine Jones who played at Georgia? I went yeah, to watch, watch his workout in Chicago ahead of that draft. 
he could really shoot it. But his point was he picked LeBron James, voted for LeBron because the body of work and what he currently is doing at his age makes him the best of his time. Well, I, okay. If, if we're talking about the impact body of right. work, well, I, it's not even close. No, no, no. Okay. No. But I didn't think that was the definition the of the category. Right. The best current player is not LeBron James. So it, it, this forces a few things. Again, Embiid doesn't even get any votes here. Uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know what people are, are not seeing. They these see guys what, watch. They don't, they, they, what the question is, what are you seeing? Huh. Because 101 people didn't see anything. I'm seeing a guy who's led the league in scoring much of the year until Luka just took over. And then, wait, Luka is now leading the league in scoring and he didn't get to take the last shot? Don't, uh, don't get me started on that again. But the point is, Embiid is dominating on both ends of the floor. Philly, over the last two months, has been a top two team in the league in record. And you, you at least deserve some votes at the bottom here because Kyrie got 2.2%. Uh, would I take him beat over Kyrie? I yeah, just absolutely, would. you absolutely yeah, would. I, I just would. Okay. And then there's this other guy who got 11.8% named Kevin Durant, newly of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Kirk Goldsberry of ESPN did a sensational piece. It's like third level. But he is making the case that on, on dribble jump shots where you have to create your jump shot, yeah. They're mid-range jumpers. Yeah. He is putting up historical There might numbers. not be anybody better ever. There, and I don't know if there's ever been anybody better yeah. on mid-range because he's seven feet tall. Right. And, and he, when he gets to his spot, and he can get to it by himself. Yes. Because he can take a couple of dribbles to yeah. the left and get you right where he wants you. Right. And go straight up over you. And you can't do a thing about it. You just hope he misses the shot. That is correct. And he does, he's 55%. Well, but he, even this year. He's still playing. He was putting up MVP caliber yeah. numbers before he got hurt Correct. in Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. So he he deserves some shine here. Like he he is. I mean, in they got in top. They got in top five. Okay. All right. But but again, you you just said Jokic and yeah. Giannis, but but, right? but but no. But I'm okay. I'm just saying who I think the who I think the best players are right now. And I and I skip. I've been I've been with this the, the entire year. Uh, uh, that is the two best players in my estimation. On Nikola Jokic and Giannis. Okay, so now it forces me to probably, in your view, nitpick. It's hard for me to say LeBron is the best player going when he has shot the ball so poorly from distance this year. It's just been, for even by his standards, it's been a terrible year. Has he shot it worse than Giannis? Has he shot well, from the free I, throw I line worse than Giannis? Okay, but but I don't care about Giannis shooting from distance because he's such a throws? terror in what the What about lane. free throws? Well, obviously, LeBron ranks 92nd in free throw shooting. Where's Giannis? 75.9. It's below that. I didn't look it up, but I'm not trying to make Giannis' case or unmake it. Okay. But, but the point is... LeBron is sitting right now 30.8% from three. I, I, I'm assuming Giannis is probably somewhere in that neighborhood because he's been a little better from right. three and beats 36% from three. But the point is LeBron ranks 145th in the league in three-point shooting, yet he's 36th in the league in attempts. So he's taking a fairly high number. Yes. He's taking about seven a game. And too many times he goes one for seven. Right. And, and it's hard on the team because it takes too many possessions away. It's not his forte. I think he did need the math 
to make sure that he caught and passed Kareem right. because three is just better than two. And if, right. you, if you make, make enough, enough threes, <laughs> it just keeps adding up. Yeah. It's the new math of – it's like the new algebra of the NBA is yes. to shoot threes. Yeah. It's college actually discovered that before the right. NBA did. Okay. And then I'm going to say it one last time, and I'm not going to beat the dead horse that, that appears to be the Lakers right now, but I've got nine times this year when a game was on the table for LeBron to close the deal, and for whatever reason, he just couldn't. I'm just going to give you three or four quick cases. You remember that Indiana, speaking of Indiana, who beat Dallas last night, but the Lakers were up 17 with 10 minutes left at home. This is all the way back in November. And down the stretch of that game in the fourth quarter, Le- LeBron scored four points on two of eight. Well, it's just not, it's not good enough because you've you got to beat Indiana at home if you're up 17. So he couldn't close that deal. Then he misses the game-winning three with, with a second left against Boston at home. And then there was that classic game against the Mavericks, the double overtime game. And in the fourth quarter and two overtimes, he went two of 11 and 0 for 5 from three. Well, it just wasn't – the game is big – it's, it's begging, Le- LeBron, you do this. You, so, so, you win the way, game. so I just want to make sure okay. I'm hearing you correctly. So, I, so there's no possible way I can go back and look at games that Nikola uh, Kola Jokic didn't close but could have. Giannis could have closed but didn't. Kevin Durant could have closed but didn't. Steph Curry. So LeBron James, of all the players that got a vote, he's the only one that didn't close a game that could have closed or should have closed. Sacramento at home, they led by as many as 14 in the yep. first half. And down the stretch in the fourth quarter, LeBron went one of seven. And they lost by five. Okay, it's another. I can give you nine of those. Yeah, but I'm saying and again, all those guys. I'm sure they all have them. But now, if we're talking about 101 X players, said he's still the best player. Right. I'm saying I can't see it. I'm going to give you one big point, though. One big point of respect. LeBron has improved all the way up to 37th in defensive win shares this year. That's sensational. Seriously, because he, he used to be like Look at 200. You. Get the surprise at you, boys. Okay. Well, you well, say that surprisingly. 37th at, yeah. at age 38? When you the GOAT, what surprises you when you the GOAT? Nothing should surprise you. He the GOAT. What part about GOAT do you ha- do not understand? I will, I've spelled it for you 25,000 times since I've been I, on the I air will, with you. I give you this. He is the phony GOAT. He is the I GOAT. I give you that. I give you that. Yes. I, I concede he is the phony GOAT. I've, I've told you that from the start. He, he isn't even in the same breath, the same universe, the same galaxy with Michael Jefferson. All I Jordan. know is that we look down. When okay. it comes to scoring points, we look down on everybody. Who, who's looking down on us? God? Michael Jordan made – he won a defensive player of the year. LeBron – We got that? robbed. Huh. Hold on. How, Skip, think about this here. Mark Gasol was not even first team all defense. And how do you win defensive player of the year? How do you win defensive player? Okay, how can you win the MVP and you don't make the Pro Bowl and you're not first team all pro? Mm. Have that ever happened? But that's what happened. They robbed a man. Nine times Michael Jordan made first team all defense. Five times LeBron made Go first did team. that. Nine to five. He's the only Nine man that could guard five. one through five. Huh. My, Michael Jordan couldn't guard a big point guard. Magic Johnson was cooking him yeah. until Scottie Pippen took him in game two. He had know. a triple-double on Mike in game one, and they lost it. Yeah. You remember back in 91. I was Go there. look it up, ladies and gentlemen, if you think I'm lying. I was sitting in at courtside. And so you watched Magic game. Johnson cook him, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> I watched Michael Jordan suffocate people playing half courts, just trapped. Not, yeah, I've yeah, never seen not that big like guards. before. You see LeBron go one through five. We went to the small lineup. You got Duncan. 
You mean to tell me you want me to guard a man that got five titles, he got three finals MVP, two regular season MVP, as a 15-time all-defensive player, a 12-time all-NBA player? Yep, you got it, Bron. No problem. Mm-hmm. Roger that. But I, I watched LeBron in 2013 take Tony Parker and yeah, take the, him out of the game. The year, Point guard. The, the year that Derrick Rose won the MVP. Mm-hmm. What? Go look it up, ladies and gentlemen at home. Look what he did to him. Mm-hmm. Miss me. Mm. Made him feta cheated. Spam. Baloney. Hot dogs. What happened in 2014 in the NBA Finals? He won man. Huh. Oh, now he's one man. Well, you act like he's five men in one. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. What did he do? What did he do in the 2013 finals? In the 2012 finals? He came, uh, he, he unraveled down the stretch of game six, and his legacy got saved by Ray Allen. He labricked a three-pointer to tie the game, and there was a long rebound out to Chris Bosh. He hit three threes. It to Ray it? Allen. They were, that's, do you know Ray was down 10 points to start the four? Mm-hmm. They was down 10. Yeah. They scored 22. Did you they scored know that, 30 points. That, he scored. Would you believe LeBron James in that game in the last minute turned it over twice? Unforced errors. Just like, what are you doing? And guess what we did? We fouled Kawhi. We fouled Ginobili. And what happened to him? Kawhi was 17 years old at that point. (laughs) It's like, what's that noise? Mm. Earthquake, earthquake. That's Kawhi Mm. knees shaking. Mm. You know what it was? It was people stomping out into the night because they were sick and tired of watching their heat lose to the Spurs. And then what happened? Half the, the building left. What happened? Ray Allen happened. That, that, and then we got the overtime. Greatest and then what happened? Ever. And we, then what happened? They we overtime. were shot in the No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Now, you just told me when LeBron James, mm-hmm. when they went to overtime against Golden State. Yeah. And I say they were distraught. I mean, they had them. No, no. That's got to be. You mean to tell me mm. a team with first ballot Hall of Famer, mm. Kawhi Leonard. Yep. A first ballot Hall of Famer in Tim Duncan. Yep. A first ballot Hall of Famer in Tony Parker. Yep. And Manu. Yeah. Y'all were shot. And, and arguably one of the top three or four coaches that ever coached the NBA game. Mm. Y'all were shot to the heart. Mm-hmm. By Ray Allen. Shot to the heart. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. to blame. You remember that song? Pat Benatar. <laughs> That's what we did to you. I can't believe you know who Pat Benatar is. I know who Pat Benatar is. I sure yeah. do. Huh. <sighs> okay. All I know is I can't make the math work on this because Michael Jordan won the scoring title ten times to LeBron's one time. Ten to one. And yet LeBron somehow became the all-time leading scorer. How do you become the all-time leading scorer when you can't shoot? You can't shoot. You're a lousy shooter, but you you Did the ball go into hoop? Huh? Do the ball go into hoop? It's called longevity. The ball going to Longevity. How many guys can say they average 25 points a game for 19 straight seasons? That's what he did. And I used to call him Iron Man until now. And he's Clay Man. Hey, it happens. It does. I tell you what, it happens I will to see the best I will see if you still drive that Corvette 25 mm-hmm. years from now. I, I might own it 25 yeah, years. I might not be driving exactly. it. Exactly. It's going to be sitting in yeah. <laughs> sit my garage somewhere. Exactly. With my collector's item. Exactly. Yeah. You need to get another, uh, need something else to collect this item. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I'm still liking it, though. Get you a split window. Yeah, but it was specially made for me, and I just. And it was specially made for you. It was. It was, it was no the last made. one made. It was. They was gonna make Bowling that, Green, Kentucky. They was gonna make that car regardless. No, if they you were not. That, that is false. <laughs> I, I was late to the party, and they said, "Okay, we love Undisputed. We're going to make you one." They'd already started the new ones. Well, I would go. I should have okay. had. If I knew that, I'd say, "Well, you make me one." You should have asked one. You should have asked for one. I could have done it. I could have got you one. I'm not a big guy. Okay. It's got 755 horse, man. It flies. It's a rocket ship. Maybe they can make me a a 70 Chevelle. Okay. Well, (laughs) 
That, that would work. Yeah. I just watched Ricky Bobby the other night. That's what he was driving. Yeah, 70 yeah. Bell. 69, actually. Oh. But, LS6? Well, it's SS396. Oh, it's 396. Mm. I like the SS. You got to get the rally. You got to get the rally track. Got to have it. Got to have it. Black Maybe Red. Maybe we can have a Pat Benatar, Lil Wayne duet, and we can shoot the <laughs> yeah. music video in front of all these cars. Who knew? That would be a good Undisputed Special Edition. All right, guys, let's get back to the NFL when we come back. Do you think the Packers are slowly distancing themselves from Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> let's discuss. We're going to review the details in just a moment. future remains uncertain as the quarterback. He admitted after his darkness retreat that he envisions himself both retiring and returning to play. That's going to be tough to do both. Packers GM Brian Gutekunst talked to reporters yesterday about his communication with Rodgers. Take a listen. So you guys know we haven't really had those conversations yet, so not not a lot to report um, until we have those conversations. Change some texts and things like that, but we haven't had a chance to speak yet. Our feelings haven't changed about Aaron, um, but we we need to have some of those conversations about our team, where it's going, uh, where he's at, um, you know, before we go forward. Gutekunst also says Green Bay, yeah, they're excited about their backup Jordan Love. Shannon, how does this play out? What happens next? All Green Bay had to do, they could have been in a much better position. All they had to do was move Aaron Rodgers last year. I agree. They could have had the uh, – look what Seattle did. You could have had the number five and 15 picks. Mm-hmm. Woo! Mm-hmm. And now you got Jordan Love and you got number five and 15 mm-hmm. in this year's draft. Yep. Got your nice little squad go. If I'm Brian Gutekunst, I told you last week, Skip, I'm going to treat him like a mushroom. I'm going to put him in a cool, damp area, with a dark, and I'm going to leave him. <laughs> well, he's, he's been in the dark. I'm going to leave like five Skip, days. I am moving yep. on with mm-hmm. my team. Yep. What Aaron Rodgers does does not impact me. No. I'm moving on. I'm entertaining. Okay, uh, uh, Jets, what you got? Anybody else that wants to have an, a, a crack at Aaron Rodgers, bring me your best offer. And let's see if we can make a deal. Let's make a deal. Okay. I am moving on. I'm done allowing Aaron Rodgers to hold my franchise hostage. He's been dangling Green Bay out the windows like Big Red did in the five heartbeats. <laughs> I'm done true. with it. Skip, I'm done with it. Yep. I'm done with this. I, I can see myself retiring. I can see myself playing. You can do any of those things you want. But you won't be on our dime while you think of mm. contemplating. Mm-hmm. That's where I am with Aaron Rodgers if I'm the Green Bay Packers and Brian Gunnikins. Because you see what Skip is every year. We talk about Aaron Rodgers. But I ain't going to tell y'all about what happened against that last game against Detroit. He laid an egg. Then the year before, he did it again against Jimmy G. And the year before that, he did it against Tom Brady. We talking about, is he going to retire, Shannon? Is he going to retire? Is he going to play? I don't care. Mm. The last three games that he had at Lambeau Field, he laid an egg in January. He did. It's hard to do it in January because it's cold. It's cold. And it wasn't even Easter. Uh -uh. Okay. So the point of no return was a year ago. And what happened? Not only did they not trade him, what did they do? They paid him. They paid him like crazy. They paid him the top salary in all of pro football. They paid him $60 million a year, and they're still on the hook for it. Yep. Well, the joke's on you, or the, maybe laid an egg, maybe the yoke is on you, right? Because you, you, you basically stuck yourself with him. Yes, you because did. Because it's such a big ticket. It, it's hard for another team to say, okay, 
I, I, I've watched him start to decline here. Remember, a year ago, he's coming off back-to-back MVPs. MVPs. But this year, yeah. he wasn't that guy. What the Packers have done, they signed Aaron Rodgers without a prenup. They did. So now he had his mercy. Uh-huh. So now, Skip, you stuck with him. And just hope, hey, would you take this? Because he can threaten to retire, Vito, and now you're stuck because now you got that huge bonus. You got that dead money on your cap. Yeah, you're basically dead is what you are. And if you, if you play with him this year, if you have him as your quarterback this year, you, you have so little to spend to support him with a cast, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you're in a bad way, but it was by your own hand that you're in a bad way. And is he holding them hostage? Yeah, he is, but he, he's done that the last three years. So now it's no guts, no glory. All, all I hear, all, all that I'm told is they badly want out from under him. They're sick and tired of him. All of his diva act, all, all of his finger pointing, blame deflecting, all the things that are Aaron bleeping Rodgers yes. to a fault. Yeah. They want out from under. And remember, we had Aaron Jones on at the Super Bowl, and he just gushed, gushed uh, yeah. about the backup quarterback. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. And, mm-hmm. and Jordan Love, by all accounts, everything that I hear – they love him. They love his his temperament. They love his personality. They love his leadership skills. They love what he has shown them in many camps because that's when he gets to rise and shine. He came up with some no little mop-up dude against he the did. Eagles, he and did. he looked he looked incredible. But, Skip, here's the thing. Currently, if you spread his cap number, if you release him before June 1st, yep. his cap would be jumped from $31 million to $99 million. So, in other words, Skip, you've heard to say it. It might be cheaper to keep him. Yeah. It's undoable. <laughs> it yeah, might be it cheaper is. to keep it. Yep. Wasn't that a country western <laughs> yeah, Skip, song? Yep. At, at the end of the day, Skip, he really does hold all the cards. Cheaper to keep her. Her. But, yeah. but in this yeah. case, him. Yep. Skip, it, he really does hold all the cards. cards. Right. So he went to darkness retreat. Man, w- w- what do you think? What revelation did he have? Skip, uh, I'm not walking away from $60 million exactly. this year, right? Skip, the man could have went to his basement and cut the lights off. <laughs> and he could have saved it. He could have saved it for whatever they charged him to come there and feed, and feed him syrup, water, and cayenne. You know, yeah. everybody do these cleanses. Yeah. Shannon, I'm doing a cleanse with some cayenne pepper, I, some I, syrup. I, I, I don't think it was a cleanse. Well, I think I think you ate like a king, but you just had the lights turned on. Or, or I could have starved him in my basement, <laughs> and he just started hallucinating. Because that's, what, that's one of the, the side effects <laughs> yeah. of hunger. You start to hallucinate. He could have paid me that money. I'd have locked him in my guest house, cut the lights off, and boom, there you had it. Okay, I, I got it. I'm going to say it one last time because I am still stuck with Rain Dakota Prescott. And oh, you I, take Aaron? I, I, I would take Aaron. I, I would trade in a heartbeat, straight up, Dak Prescott for Aaron So Rogers. you want problems, that's all. Okay, at least I could change the narrative. At least I could change the scenery. At least I could start fresh. Would I take Aaron Rodgers over Dak for two years and just say, let's hope he'd have a rebirth, a late career rebirth in Dallas, Texas. He's he's tormented us every time he's played against us. Yeah. Maybe for us, he could torment somebody else. Okay. I'm just done with Dak. I, I'm done with having to listen to Stephen Jones. You saw the quotes the other yeah, day. Yeah, you're extending. I, I believe we could win it all with Dak. And, and then he goes into, he's got great leadership skills and nobody works harder. And I know he's lost some big playoff games, but, well, n- n- there's no but to it. <laughs> that's, that's what he has done. Okay, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? It's, it's like, you, you think you could win it all, but he's lost some big playoff games. Well, it's oxymoronic. Don't, don't tell, because I'm not a moron. I, you, you can't keep selling ice to this Eskimo, right? Because that's what Jerry does best, Of right? course. Okay? Because it's been a long, cold winter for me with lots of ice. 
Skip Bayless has gotten so desperate, America, that he's willing to accept a finger-pointing, blame-deflecting. Diva. Underachieving diva. Yeah. I, I don't even know if he underachieves. He just. With four MVPs with one Super Bowl? Okay, yeah, but in the postseason. Yeah. Sure. And I, I keep telling you, since that long ago, far away run to well, the that, Super Bowl. Well, that, that gets you to the playoffs. <laughs> okay, well, Aaron should. He, 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 back to back, he got you the number one seed. Yeah, and what did it do for him? Stunk. He stunk it up at home. <laughs> exactly. at, at home, three straight times, and the Detroit game was the equivalent of a playoff. Yes. Game, and he stunk in that one. Okay, he comes up real small in the postseason. But a long time ago, he went on the road and he won at Philadelphia and he won at Atlanta and where's the other one? Oh, Chicago. Chicago. He won at Chicago yeah. to get to a game in Dallas against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he did that. He beat them and he was yeah, the MVP. He did that. And Mike McCarthy was his play caller. Now Mike's gonna be calling plays, so I thought, well. If you're going to start calling plays again, you might as well call him for the guy you used to call him for in, in Green Bay. But I thought that Let's guy was sick of you. Problems. I thought the guy was sick of you calling plays for him in Green Bay. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> All right, but let's just try it again. Let's see if we can run it back. It worked once upon a time. I'm just saying, I'm desperate. Dak makes a ton of money. Aaron makes a ton of money. So you just sort of trade No, Dak, Dak don't make that much of Aaron. No, but, but again... It would fit under the cap. cap. You, yeah. you, you could exchange those two and just say, okay, we'll take your problem and you try You do realize that uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers would overshadow Jerry. He would get more – and then you know, Jerry that's, a, that's an interesting point. Would he? <laughs> Maybe. How badly does Jerry want to win? How much pride could he swallow? Because we all know Jerry wants to do it through the draft. I picked Dak Prescott in the fourth round, Skip. right? Skip, you don't think Mr. Kraft has pride? Mm. Of course he does. Okay. But he sat right back there, swallowed his pride, and won six Super Bowls. He did. Jerry Jones let his pride get the best of him. Every and well, he should have won six. He should have. He ended up winning three. He did. And now look at it. Yep. And he was pretty lucky to win the third one, I would have to say. <laughs> exactly. Yep. It took a minor miracle, but they pulled yeah. it off. I guarantee they'd have they'd, 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 they'd won more if they'd had kept Jimmy. Well, you would think so, unless you tell me Jimmy was just going to burn out. I mean, like, like he just—he was so burned out on Jerry, just having to live and deal with Jerry. But, but still, yeah. to your point, in the best of all worlds, they, they should have won five. Yeah, there was guys who were in the prime. Oh, Emmett was twenty-six. Yeah. Troy was twenty-seven. Yeah. Michael was twenty-eight. No, agreed. They were in the absolute prime. Yeah. No, I, I got you, but it's all about pride, and so. Jerry's not going to give up on Dak because he paid Dak and, and he, he sort of sunk his future in Dak Prescott. Right. Well, I don't want to – he'd have to admit I made a mistake, right? Well, I mean, I mean, Skip, he's made mistakes before, but he's come out on the, on the plus side. Bro, Jerry, Jerry's worth – what does he say Jerry's worth, Skip? $17, $18 billion now? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure in that ballpark. I'm sure he's, he's – well, he's well, his team you. is the most valuable in the right. whole world. So he's made some mistakes along the way. He's, over, he's overcome it. Yeah. So you made a mistake. Okay, I don't think Dak was a mistake, but I don't know if Dak can take you. Everything you, you has to be you, perfect you, around but, it. But you do think, in the end, that's a mistake. If that's what it requires, because you yeah. don't think Dak can, can carry you to a Super Bowl. Not, I don't think <laughs> you need a number of other pieces around. Everything has to be perfect. Okay. And right. you know sometimes, Skip, it's not going to be perfect. The quarterback needs to be perfect he as does. opposed to having a perfect setting around him. Okay, last quick point. I'm a... I'm assuming they're going to have the guts to trade Aaron Rodgers to somebody because there are going to be suitors out there. 
But I don't think the suitors are going to offer near what Green Bay thinks because they're basically going to say, I'll give you some mid-round. I'll give right. you a third-round pick because I got to take on your salary. You're right? not going to get what the Broncos gave no, for Russell Wilson. No. Heck no. Especially after they saw after how it turned saw out. what had happened, right? <laughs> That's, That's what you – yeah. Russell ruined it for Green Bay. Ooh. He did. So many question marks surrounding what that offense is going to look like next season, guys. But their defense – That looks pretty strong, even with the free agents they have coming up. All right, back to the association. Kyrie and Luca, gentlemen, is this experiment already a failure? Mm. Skip the Shannon debate. Mm. Coming up right after this break. (laughs) The Mavericks just could not close out the Pacers last night. They lose by a razor-thin margin, 124-122. Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic now 1-4 while playing together for the Mavs. Shannon, so much discussion over this. Boil it down. Why is this partnership not working? Their defense isn't good. Skip, their second worst in defensive rebounding, 27th in blocks, 25th in steals, second worst in fast break points. Dallas is 23rd in defensive rating. Skip, yeah, you can score. But you're allowing team like they have up 106 points through three quarters. Skip, 106 through three quarters. You're gonna be, you're gonna find yourself in a deficit in a large part of these ball games. They gave up 62 points to the Lakers in the paint on Sunday, 66 to the uh, Spurs the previous Thursday. For context, the Grizzlies lead the league with 59 points in the point per game. 59 po- uh, paint, uh, points in the yes. paint per game. Got it. They gave up 62 to the Lakers. Gave up 66 to the Spurs. Mm. It, was Tim Duncan playing? Was David Robinson playing for the Spurs, Kim? Mm. That's their problem. Yes, they're going to be able to score. But the problem is when you score points and all of a sudden you have lull and everybody goes through it, you're going to have a lull when you go a couple of minutes, two, three, four minutes without scoring. Guess what the other team does? Mm. Go on a 20-3 to three run, and then all of a sudden you have a 10, 15-point lead. Mm-hmm. Now you find yourself down. Skip, skip, they're going to be able to score. They, they, they got two of the most dynamic offensive players in all of basketball, but neither one of those guys are going to play any defense. J- Jerome Powell, I think that's the name, Jerome Powell is not a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that, Dwight Powell, Dwight Powell yeah. excuse me, yeah. Skip Luca, Reggie Bullock, and he's yeah. okay, Holiday, they're not Skip, they're, mm-hmm. they're a small team. Yeah, Hardaway will try hard. Try, try hard, but he's, he wants to score. He yeah. wants to shoot points. Got it. No, Skip, that's their problem is the de- on the defensive end. And so until they correct that, mm-hmm. yeah, I most teams in the NBA can score. But when it comes down to it, Skip, you got to get stops. You're going to have to get stops at crucial points of the game, mm-hmm. and they can't get those. Okay. So when we think about the great NBA teams of the past, the Showtime Lakers, that was Magic's team, yes. right? We think of Larry Bird's Celtics. It was Larry Bird's team, yeah. and there was no questions asked right. about that, correct? Right. Yeah. If we think of my Spurs and their dynastic that ways, was it was just Tim Duncan's team. He was the leader. Yeah. He, he didn't say a lot, but they followed his lead. Correct. I hear all the problems. All those problems you just detailed so well, they were all there before Kyrie got there. Correct. Right? He just didn't help. He's not right. going to fix those problems. Right. They had basically those same problems a year ago. Yes. But they had a better fit because they had Jalen Brunson as the sidekick as, as opposed to the co-star. Right. And I think they made a mistake not paying him like a star because the, the Knicks look like they're, they're, yeah. they've won six straight games. Mm-hmm. He is a star for the Knicks. And yet he's – 
He's the odd star. He's the rare star who doesn't have a star's ego. And he fit with Luka because he didn't threaten Luka at all. If Luka wanted to shoot in the fourth quarter, Jalen's like, fine, just tell me what you need right. from me and I will do it. If you need me to score, if you need me to go iso ball over here and get a bucket for you, I can do that. Right. If you're worn out, if you're gassed, if you just need a break, if you need to watch a, a possession, I'll take the f- basketball and I will score the basketball okay. for you. It fit better because Jalen Brunson has guts and heart, yeah. and he will scratch and claw for you. You yeah. know, he'll he'll fight you. Yeah, right. I mean, he can, he can get in the paint. He can finish. No, no, he ain't Kyrie no, now, but no, he can no. get in the paint. Okay, skill. but but he fit better as the sidekick okay. because he was clearly totally content to be that. Yeah. At first, I first guessed that this wouldn't work because I thought Kyrie, if you just look at Kyrie's history, he's just going to blow it up because everywhere he's been, it didn't work. You've made the point as a solo star in Cleveland those first, what was it, three or four years, he just wasn't wasn't very good because he can't do that by himself because he's 6'2", and he just can't take games over alone, right? Mm -hmm. He winds up with LeBron, and I think he looks back on he thought the grass would be greener in Boston. It's not greener because you're playing with LeBron bleeping James. And LeBron loved you, and and LeBron rewarded you with the basketball. Mm -hmm. LeBron blessed Kyrie and said, okay, you you do this. And Kyrie hit a big shot that won game seven of the finals. They came back to win after being down three games to one. And then Kyrie goes to Boston, and he blew it all to hell, right? Mm -hmm. It did not work. And then he goes to Brooklyn, and it was one thing off the court after another after another, the vaccination on down to the – the controversial post. We had one thing after another because it's just the way he is. He, he's just going to involve himself in controversy. He has been a, a, a model citizen in Dallas so mm-hmm. far. Why? Because there's nothing to bitch and moan about because he walked in the door and Jason Kidd handed him the keys to the city. Right. You do this. This is now your team. You are Mr. Fourth Quarter. You are our closer. And I'm going to give you the number again. In the fourth quarters that he and Luca have played together, including one overtime, Kyrie has taken 41 shots to Luca's 13 shots. I, I cannot imagine that Luca is is a happy camper right now. He's got to go home and he, talk about bitching and moaning. He's got to be saying, what is going on? And it looked like his body language last night when Kyrie took eight shots in the fourth to his three. It's a little pouty, like, well, they they want you, they brought you here to, to close these games. You close it. Right. You do it. And remember the, the back and forth that they had at the end of the other game? It's like, yeah, we well, hear you do potato. it. Yeah, you, you do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. And finally, Kyrie says, okay, I'll bounce it into the post of Dwight Powell or right. somebody, right, or Kleba. Of, of all the things he could have done, that was the wrong that was the thing not to thing. do. Because Luca's just saying, no, no, you, you, you came here to do this. You do it. You shoot it. Okay, they are co-stars, and the problem is, do they not do the same thing? They don't look the same. They're not built the same. They're not put together the same way, but they're, effectively, they do the same thing, okay. and it's a clash because Kyrie is much more decorated than Luca. Luca has proven next to nothing on the biggest stages in the sport in the postseason, right? Right. Okay. He is not decorated. Kyrie's got a ring. You got to give Kyrie that. He, he did that. He did. Right? Yeah. Okay. So he walked in the door and psychologically he's saying, hey, it's your team. But he knows in his head, I'm better than he is. I'm clutcher than he is. I'm more battle tested than Luca is. So. Jason Kidd agrees. Jason Kidd has said, Kyrie, I need you to do this. The last play last night 
was shockingly to me called for Kyrie Irving. Well, the next one's going to be called for Luka. Okay, what's that? The next okay. play, next end uh, game okay. play, going to be called I, for Luka. I know, but he hasn't been calling any plays for Luka over the five that they've played together. It's clear to me that he's almost trying to punish Luka or at least teach him a lesson. I want you to see how Kyrie does it because Kyrie knows how to close these games. Well, Kyrie last night was 0 for 3 from 3 and right. winds up taking another 3 yeah. to win the game. Yeah. While Luka goes and stands in the corner after he'd scored 39 points yeah. in the game. Yeah, but It's Skip, wrong. Yeah, but, but think about it, Skip. If you give up 70 points at the half, yeah. how many games do you think you're going to win? I, I agree, except, you know what? The Clippers have flipped their script. I think they decided we were known for defense, and where they, did it they, get us? He, it got us a three-to-one lead, yeah, and we blew it yeah. in the bubble, right, to Denver. And they haven't played okay? defense since Russ they, got there. They haven't played any defense, and yet it seems like that they've decided the way you win in this league is with your offense. Well, listen, Golden State won those championships as the best defensive yes, team in basketball. And they were top five defensive rated team last year. Thank you. And Milwaukee won its championship against the Suns, obviously, with its defense. defense yes. Because you want to talk about playing. De- those yes. guys play hard-nosed And defense. when you got those big guys, you got Lopez, you got yeah. Giannis, you got Porter, and you got Holiday hounding the ball continuously. Whew. I don't know. I don't think defense is dead. I don't think it's, it's a thing of the past. Because you're going to have to get stops down the stretch. Somehow. But even the Clippers are saying, we'll outscore you. Okay. Well, no, no, you won't. Okay. Yeah. And you mess around and get the run. Just, <laughs> like you, just like you caught Sacramento, <laughs> yeah. a team that's just as hot as you shooting the ball. Okay, and it's, and one, get- it's 176 to 175. <laughs> yes. Okay. And you get two guys going for 40-plus. And you lost. And one of them came off the bench. <laughs> That's correct. And Malik Monk. <laughs> yeah. You wish you still had him. I do, I do yeah. wish I still had Ooh. Monk. We definitely have a better record than we had yep. Malik Monk. Dallas sitting at seventh. Going to be interesting to see where they finish the season, gentlemen. All right, let's get back to this NFL combine. And Bryce Young, a lot of eyes Ooh. on this young man. Does he have more to worry about than just his height, though? <laughs> no. Let's debate on the other side of this break. <laughs> have been concerned about Bryce Young's height. His weight, though, has also been something to monitor, according to scouts. Mel Kuyper said, quote, if he's 195 or better, he's my QB1. If he's 194 or less, I'm going with Will Levis. That size, the weight in particular, is what bothers me. Shannon, you know a thing or two about being sought after by those 300-pound <laughs> defensive linemen. Should Bryce Young's weight be a concern here, more so than his height? I look at production. You get people get caught up in all that skill. His size. Did he produce? What does the tape tell you? Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. A lot of these general managers lose their job because they get prototypical. He's not prototypical. Skip, if I get more production from a pickup truck than I do an 18-wheeler, well, damn, I don't need the 18-wheeler. I want production. Mm-hmm. Look at Will Levin's production. Look at Bryce Young's production. Mm-hmm. Ma- this is what Mel... Well, if you do that comparison, it ain't even close. This is what Mel, this is what Mel Kiper said about Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. He's my number one quarterback. I've been looking for a quarterback to make a leap all season, and I found it in Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. I'm, I'm sure Mel swung and missed several times. Guess what he had? He didn't even have Patrick Mahomes in his top the first-round pick. Yep. Okay. He said Mitchell Trubisky was going to be better than Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, now I'm going to disregard everything that Bryce Young. 
Will Levis has 43 touchdowns and 23 interceptions in two years of starting. Mm. Bryce Young threw 47 touchdowns and 20, 21 alone. Yeah. The man has 12 interceptions in his career. Mm. In a career. By the way, I'm on the record. I, I don't ha- have any use for Will Levis. Skip, if Bryce yep. Young doesn't succeed, mm-hmm. his height is not going to be the yep. reason why. All right. Okay. I do need to defend my man, Mel Kuyper, because I know him well, and he does do an extraordinary job. He does an excellent job. job. He's done it for a long time, but th- this is a very inexact science. Thank and you. You are going to swing and miss. Yes. Because it's just too hard, because sometimes it's horses for courses. You know, do you, do you wind up in the right place at the right time that's, with that, the right coach? That's really what it's about, With Skip. the right supporting cast and all those things that go into Not it. how high you go, yeah. where okay. you go. Okay, where you go. Okay, so he raves about Bryce. He says the quick release, the accuracy. If he was bigger, he'd be a slam dunk, a generational quarterback, one of my highest-graded quarterbacks ever. But the weight is the issue, he says. Okay, well, this was an intriguing twist on an old plot line, which is, is he tall enough? Five, ten and a half, we think he's going to measure. Well, you and I both agree that that's irrelevant yes. to us. All I know is check the tape yes. because I watched it. So let me, so let me get this straight, straight yeah. Skip, with you. So – he has a quick release. He's got it all. He's got, he's got vision. He's got clutchness. His release, his release is not affected by his height, by his weight. So a 5'10", 194-pound guy has a quick release, has the accuracy, mm-hmm. has the arm strength, the arm talent. He does. But now. Whip. Whip of an arm. Okay, look, you, you know this game. You played it at the highest level. Did Roethlisberger benefit from weighing 260 pounds because yes. it's like body armor? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it does. Does Mahomes benefit from weighing? He, he looks like he weighs 240 or 50, right. somewhere in there. Right. Does it help him take a little more of the pounding? Right. Yeah, it does. Yes. I, I got it. I got you. Bryce looks sinewy strong to me, like he's put together, but he's slender. Yes. Well, was Tom Brady ever a, a horse? You know, like, no. like, like, no. like Tom never weighed more than, I don't think, 220-ish, yes. somewhere at 6'4". Maybe 230 okay. skill. Maybe, and, maybe. And that was before he got with uh, uh, well, the, the pliability. Yeah, and the, 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 the guy Guerrero. Had, yeah, Guerrero yeah. now. Okay. And now, yeah. Okay. So the point is, you, you can be too slender to take the pounding. Right. And my only fear, I was pushing the Bears, to, to, you, you, you're sitting there, you're looking at generational and right. you're going to pass him? Well, if they do take him, and to your point that you made, I think, yesterday, well, their offensive line was pretty bad because Justin Fields got sacked more than anybody. <laughs> he ran into some sacks because yes. he does run, but he went down 55 times. Well, could Bryce Young withstand physically 55 sacks no. next year? No, it's, it's hard no, because you might withstand it one year, but you're not going to have a long career getting no, sacked I, 55 I, times a season. I got it. So, again, I got no problem with the height. I, I understand the weight. But you know what? I think the weight can be fixed. Yes, I, I think you can deal with it. I think I mean, you can weigh 195. What is he, 20? So by the yeah. time he's 23, 24, he, it look, Skip, he's never going to be 240, Mel. I'm sorry. His frame... He's not. Well, his he, frame he, is. Not, he better not be two forty, <laughs> right? Skip, looking at that frame, I just don't believe he can yep. get to two forty. Okay. I think. I think realistically, maybe 200, 205, That's a nice weight. It would be beautiful if he could play at two hundred. Yeah. And I think that's all Mel is saying. I just need him to be above one ninety four. You know, like. But guess what? Let's just say he was 185. Yeah. He won the Heisman. He did, he did. all those throws, really that whip velocity, that great accuracy, yeah. all of that. 27 games as a starter, he won 24 of them. He did all of that at that height and weight. Yeah. Devontae Smith won the Heisman. I know he's a receiver, but I don't think he weighs like 165. And, and how he right? looking in the NFL? <laughs> a thousand-yard receiver. Yeah. Great. 
Yeah. Y'all may keep measuring. Hey, give me, give me the guy that's gonna compete. All that size, that's fine and good. But uh, that's not sumo. It's not sumo wrestling. I hear you. Bryce Young is going to be measured and will participate in interviews at the NFL Combine. But, guys, he's going to wait to show off those arm talents at Alabama's Pro Day later Mm. this month. All right, back to the association. And LeBron Shannon, is he really not a top five player to watch in the NBA right now? Ooh, those are fighting words for Shannon Sharp. Let's debate on the other side of this break. In the athletic survey of 101 former NBA players, LeBron won the best current player vote, but he came in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. When players were asked who they enjoyed watching the most, LeBron just 5%. Steph Curry taking the top spot with 28%, 13% higher than second place. Shannon, get ready to unload. Are you surprised Steph ran away with this category? I'm not because of the three-point shot, Skip. The three-point shot has replaced the dunk now. Um, although uh, job was pretty high because he's so acrobatic and the way he hangs in the air, and he's such a small man, he's able to contort his body and get shots off. I'm surprised that Nikola Jokic is so high, Skip, because for big, I, I don't. I mean, what am I going? What am I saying? Yeah, he's going to put. He's a phenomenal player. But I think sometimes we put phenomenal player with, I'm excited to see him play. Like, Barry Sanders probably was, was the best player, but he was the most exciting player every year. No doubt. Who <laughs> could do anything? Odell, mm. Skip, you want to go see those one-hand catches? I, I want to see it pregame. Yes. Yeah. So th- that's when I look at excitability. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I like Dame. I just love watching Dame play. I love the way Kyrie. I'm surprised Kyrie wasn't high as Skip. Because the way he can ha- he puts on the show just handling what, the ball. What, Dame didn't get a vote. No. Mm. So I, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised, Steph. They they they, they love Steph Jaw, but Nikola Jokic. Mm, I don't know about that, Skip. Okay. You didn't mention the key figure on this list. Well, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't know where he finished that, Skip, but I'm surprised he did because you know I I'm gonna see something. Every time I watch LeBron play, I'm watching history. Especially now, Skip, he's the all-time leading scorer. He's going to add to that. He's going to make a pass. He's going to make a shot. He's going to do something. You're like, what the hell? That is correct. I concur. I co-sign. Steph got 29% of the vote to LeBron 6%. If I have a choice between watching a Steph game, if if you force me, I got one TV choice, I'm watching LeBron. I am too. He, he's going to do more things. He's going to thunder dunk it. He's going to make a pass where I say, boy, I'm not sure I've chase ever seen one block. of those. A chase down block. He, he's a showman. Steph's a great showman, too. But I think LeBron is a greater showman than even Steph is. To, to me, and, and now that history is in the, the making, you know, now, now you watch just because you, you're, you're watching something that is living history. Exactly. It's, it's, it's happening right before your very eyes. So to me... I tell you, I don't miss a dribble of LeBron games, and I pray we get him back right. for a part of this year down the stretch. But but the point is, okay, Steph's a, a great distance shooter, but Dame is a better distance shooter. Dame shoots it from farther out on a regular, more regular basis yeah, with, an, with an easier stroke. Yes. Dame's just a stronger man to me mm-hmm. than Steph is. And Steph has to sort of push it to get it that far. He has yeah. to – 
he has to reach down for a little bit more. Dame just shoots it like from yeah. the logo. He shoots like free throw logo shots. Yes, yes. And Skip, I mean, uh, Giannis. Skip, what's exciting about Giannis? I'm, Skip, I'm not going to see the man dunk, take uh, 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 two giant Euro steps and dunk the ball. Ain't nothing exciting about that. I mean, Giannis is a phenomenal player. He's one of the two best players. He and Nikola Jokic. But I, I'm not like, ooh, man, whoo. I got to go see them play. I mean, yo, I, again, I got high regard yes. for him. I respect. I respect your stance that he's the MVP. Yeah. But I don't love watching him because he, he only plays like half speed. He plays like lackadaisically. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll tip this ball up and I'll, I miss that tip. So I'll tip it again. Yeah. Then I'll tip it to myself. And then I'll and tip then it I'll catch it with in, one hand and put it in. I'll put it in. Okay. <laughs> and, and, but that's, uh, I'm, but Skip, I'm entertained. That, that's not exciting to me. No. I mean, Steph, Steph like I said, the three-point shot, him dancing and shooting the ball from 35 feet, Dame doing that. Okay, Luka, the way Luka can have the ball on the string. Kyrie, Kyrie is exciting to he watch is, to me. Very, and he got two point. Four percent of the vote. I, I, look, I, I skip. I think the old school guys. I, I'm, some, you know, then the part when I look at the old school guys, I'm like, do y'all really like that showmanship? Do y'all like what's you know, Steph is putting them to sleep, and you know, he's he's dancing, you know, he's turning, he's shooting the ball and turning before. I mean, I, I don't know who started that, but he he made it popular that he was shooting the ball, skip and turning, run up the court before he goes in the. I don't know, but Le- LeBron's going to flex. He's yeah. going to chest beat. He's going to mean mug. He's mm-hmm. going to – okay, well, it, it's it's a great entertainment package. Yes. And yet the other category that we did not discuss was which player would translate best into the old days. Well, they just said LeBron, LeBron would. He, well, he, could, he, would he, he would work in any generation. Well, well, when you look at it, you look at Magic. He's a more athletic Magic Johnson. You saw Magic Johnson, how he dominated the league okay. at 6'9", six, at six, 230. So LeBron James is Magic Johnson height has Carl Malone's body and the athleticism that was off the chart. How could he not? And I've told you, every night I watch LeBron, there's always some subplot that I don't see coming because he's got a force field around it. It's not like he premeditates right. it or scripts it out. It just keeps happening around him. Mm-hmm. Every game is an event. I, I don't know. I, how, how could the ex-players not see this? But the, I think the thing you'll skip is that the guy that we equate that changed the game the most that's playing now is Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. What he did okay. for the three. He right. skipped. Now everybody, Revolutionary. Everybody's jacking up three then. And even Andre Iguodala said on the on my podcast, Skip, mm-hmm. he said that <laughs> Steph Curry is the closest thing to the man above. That's what he said. Okay. I thought that was Jordan. But he said it's Steph. Well, he once, when KD was his teammate, he talked about KD like that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, even Steph is, he's amazing, Skip. Yeah, I would go see Steph play. But mm. some of these guys, I don't know. I, I ain't getting all excited. No. Well, guys, let's move back to the NFL right after this break. The quarterback push play, the rule changed a few years back, but it's the Eagles who did it so well this season. Will the play now be banned next year? Let's discuss Probably. up next. According to reports, the NFL's competition committee going to be looking at push plays like this. The rules have been in place for 16 years, but really, the Eagles just were able to take advantage of it because of Jalen Hurts. Shannon, should the push play be outlawed? No, but because the Eagles were converted at such a high rate, Skip, somebody thinks they had an unfair advantage. Well, you can put a running back or you can put somebody in there and just push him forward. But my thing is, okay, you can push him. Why not pull it? Um, that's just what it is, Skip. And I, I, would I be surprised if they outlawed it? No, but I don't think it should be. Mm. The point is, 
you should be able to stop it. Again, Tom Brady was just as effective running the quarterback sneak without right. getting pushed. Right. And it's just up to you. Can you stop it? Yeah. Can you fight By it off? Crease. Right. Yeah. Can you play rugby scrum? Which Basically, is what that's you, what it is. Yeah, what you have to do. And to Jen's point, this rule got made back in 2005 where they said you can push right. a ball carrier. Right. And it took all the way to, to 20. Because before then, Skippy, you couldn't do it because it was called aiding the runner. You yeah. couldn't aid the runner. Okay. Not, that's more than aiding. All right. So does it offend you as a Hall of Famer? No, it doesn't no? offend me. No, okay. no. And a lot of coaches believe in it. And yes. They have, and they're going to say, hey, just embrace it. Yeah. So, well, we got to find a guy. If our quarterback is not strong enough in the lower body to be able to push the pile and we can get behind him, well, let's find somebody that can. You know a guy that been perfect with this? Tim Tebow would have been perfect with been, this. Yeah, he could have done that. Right. <laughs> or Taysom Hill. Right. He'll be perfect with something like this. Yeah. It just so happens that the Eagles have a very strong lower leg quarterback, and if they convert 85, 90% of the time. And I think Stop he, it. he's doing it as much as the push yeah. is doing it. Stop it. Yep. Eagles came so close this year. Guys, we are out of time. Awesome show that. today. Let's do it again tomorrow.